Hello, and welcome to a conversation, a gaming conversation with friends. This is just currently just a podcast with me, uh, VJ, and the room. We're just a conversation. Doesn't mean this is weekly. We'll see how 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 it goes and how we like it, etc. Just a nice chat with um, catch up. A catch-up, basically, because it's been such a long time we've all been together on a podcast. And for and, American and, friends, I did say catch-up, not catch-up. Yeah. And uh, welcome back, VJ, to the uh, podcast world. The world's missed you. Oh, you mean the podcast? That's not really a podcast, so it's like a, a pseudo-representation of a podcast. Yeah, um, thanks for having me back. It's on. the podcast that isn't a podcast, but yeah. thinks it's a podcast. Yeah. At a podcast, podcast yeah, it's a, yeah, it's yes, exactly. It's a podcast that was formerly known as a podcast. <laughs> it's not called Midweek Gaming. Thanks, thanks this is true. Thanks for having me on, though. I, I really appreciate it, um, Mr. Stubbs, and uh, it's um, it's really good to speak to you. And of course, uh, the one and only Mr. Removable Sanity. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this this could be this could be the thing that pushes him over the edge and he'll never come back to podcasting again though so i wouldn't don't push it yet well i'll say we'll message you twice a month if he feels that you've fallen off the face of the earth i hey, hey I, I, <laughs> i'm gonna message you. you you're not gonna like it i told you i was gonna message you and i kept my promise <laughs> uh for good or better for good or worse it's good to have you. Good to have you back on. There's a few people jumped in chat actually. Welcome to Masuku, Goat Force Gaming, UK Dazarus. What? And Dreadful. Congratulations! Congratulations on 1,000 subs and another congratulations on Goat Force Game for hitting the special 1K as well. Oh. Well done. But yeah, welcome back to the world world of podcasting, VJ. Been a, n- nice to hear you, you, your viewpoints. As that's what you're called. No, 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 pun, no pun intended. No. <laughs> this is true. Is the stream okay? Is the video playing well all right for people? Just something I'm testing out. I've never done it before. I have I don't know how well it's actually running on the actual when you're watching it. So You're telling uh, me you're you're a PC person now and you haven't got three monitors, one for the stream, one for the actual what you you know. I've got my phone, but it's not representative. That's stream. You're not a PC person. Come on, Indie Baby would have had like he's probably got twenty screens in his in his in his room. No, he's got one. He has. He's got one. Is it one of those huge ones that split into six screens? So you can't. You got to have more than you got to have more than one screen. Christ, even I ha- I don't have a PC and I have more than one screen at a time. <laughs> no, I've only got one. That's all I got. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's people in chat, so um, yeah, welcome back, Removable Sanity. It's been a while since we've actually spoken and it, on a podcast. On a podcast, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> we talk, it's just, just not on the podcast, that's it, so I think, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's, uh, so what's, um, so what you've been playing, VJ, since you um, had, took a little bit of a break? Are you still, were you gaming in, in that hmm. period? Yeah, I um I haven't really been playing. Okay, let's just say the highlight of um my gaming is probably being Persona Five Royale. Wee. Yeah, I I I was waiting and waiting and waiting for that game to be announced, and then finally that was allowed, announced alongside Persona Three and Persona Four. We haven't touched mm-hmm. it yet, but um, 
when when um, I'd kind of gone into a, into my shell a little bit, I, I did play Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, once again. So it's the second time I've completed it all the way through. I just think it's a it's a, it's a fan, fantastic showcase for what the Unreal Engine can do, um, and, and in itself, it's just a, an incredible game. But yeah, no Persona Five Royale, I think has probably been the uh, the one game that's kept me sane um, over my hiatus, and uh, I think I was on it for about five to six weeks. I took my time. I believe with it. that because I was checking your because because I kept checking your um, game school and, and, and if you're playing on Xbox, I was still trying to work out the mystery. And I said, bloody hell, he likes this game because you nearly got nearly every achievement in that game. Yeah, <laughs> that's and that's difficult to do. As someone's literally gone for the first castle, I was like, that is difficult to do. I I have to be honest with you. Is the you know you see a lot of games on YouTube and um, you know being announced or being revealed and so on and so forth or on streams etc. Whether it's Microsoft, Sony, or on on Nintendo. And you look at the game and you can say, okay, look, you know, to a degree, it looks fantastic, looks great. And you can forgive some of it uh, in terms of visual representation because of the algorithms and the way that the video is compressed. And you know it's going to look way, way better on your, um, on your TV screen, you know, once you pick it up. Um, but when I, when I saw Persona 5 and everybody was sort of speaking very highly of it, when I was seeing the visuals or, and the, the fidelity on, on YouTube and the way that it looked, I thought it looked like gaudy and... Um, and I, and I thought it looked uh, the visuals looked really overpowering, and, and the colours mm-hmm. were a bit off. And and I thought, okay, how do you navigate this place without sort of you know the screen sort of blinding you? Um, <laughs> it, it just doesn't come across um, very well in terms of um, trailers, etc. Um, I don't know if it's the way that they market it, but it, it just looked really something looked really off to me. And uh, because I had an Xbox, I was saying, look, you know, hopefully that you know these Atlas games will come to um, to um to to the xbox um mm. uh, game. game pass but then when it was when it was then sort of you know when sony released their hardware then they had this sort of um you know games catalog for everybody who buys a ps5 you get access to the top 20 games or whatever they are and persona 5 was in there my sort of heart dropped a little bit thinking okay it's not going to come to xbox but anyway lo and behold it did i tried it and uh, i was just mesmerized by it um just by the storytelling and just the just the, I was telling, I think I was telling removal. Just, just the basic fact that you know, ten to twenty hours in, and you're still receiving new game mechanics and ways mm-hmm. to play, mm-hmm. which enhance <laughs> what you. And it, they're not just upgrades for the sake of upgrades, and then you end up just going back to the default button mashing in video games because that's what you've been practicing for the last ten hours. But they actually enhance all the other activities uh, and the, mm. the games giving you. It just evolves them, uh, but they come in. They come in really, really handy. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a fantastic experience, and, uh, and the first thing I did, you know, getting really close to completion, was figuring out when's the next one coming out. Because I'm assuming this—I can't remember when, but it did come out quite a few number of years ago. Uh, Persona Five is 2018, right? Five. Years I ago. think I'm not 100% sure. Not 100% sure. 20. It could be. Could be 2018, but they did. There is rumours of a, a Persona Six. I'm pretty sure there is rumours for one. Yeah, um, I, I don't doubt it. <clears throat> And um, but, but yeah, also no, they've made was it they're the same team that did Soul Hackers, isn't it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The same studio, Atlas. I'm not sure if it was exactly the same team though. No, I think yeah, I think the studio did it because I, I obviously I went and grabbed uh, Soul Hackers too, and now that's coming out on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh yeah it's got similar mechanics uh slightly different in some other aspects but very very enjoyable as well so if you're into your persona 5 i would say it's probably a little bit more watered down than your persona 5 your soul hackers too but um yeah sorry Ruben, <coughs> um Suko saying in the chat 2016 2016 wow really seven years ago damn it doesn't, fit, it doesn't feel like it, though. You look at the game, it doesn't no. feel like that, does it? No, no. And um, I have never played a video game with this much story, this many interactive characters. I mean, the, tra- I mean, the script for this game just, just blew me away, you know. Mm. Just I cannot think of any other game out there, not The Witcher, no other video games that has the – maybe Dragon Quest, I think it was six, maybe – but this, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I think it'd be right up there. If, Got the trailer of, up now. Yeah. Video games. There is so much to do there. It's, it's one of those things. It is so much to do there. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a game that you can easily lose yourself into. <laughs> it is. And it's not, and it's not like, um, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, you'll be immersed in the Japanese culture. It's, it's, it's not really like that. At no, all. no, it's no. Like, it's, it's its own, very much its own thing that would, it would easily work in a Western uh, audience. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, um, and what was the other game? Oh, I just finished, um, what was it? Mid- oh, my goodness. Midnight Fight Express or something like that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game as well. <laughs> Sounds in-game. familiar. I in-game don't pass. know about it. I've lost myself with Game Pass recently. There is just just too many games to kind of keep track of what's coming through, um, and I know that's pretty much a a privileged position to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just got to say something. Goat Force Gaming has just said, appreciate everyone here, but I absolutely ha- absolutely have to say that I'm glad to be hearing VJ in the podcast again. Really, really appreciate your takes and and way with words. I'm a bit out of practice, Goat Force, so uh, I'll be coming back a bit. I'll it's his linguistical talents of you know twanging his tongue around the verbs. Once I get going, yeah. Once I get going, <laughs> <laughs> but, um... try and say that when you're pissed. <laughs> but, um, I, I really appreciate your. Uh... Uh, nice comment, Goat Force, and uh, yeah, I, I'll do my best. But this is a pseudo podcast, just so you know. And, and Stubbs, this is a, this is a set. It's, it's a chat. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a like a conversation. This isn't like structured like midweek gaming and podcast. Yeah, it's a chat. It's a chat. I say structured, but used to go off the rails nearly every episode. Well, there was no, there was no structure. There was literally bullet points. It's like you'd send us a whole load of stuff to look at. Most of all the people would look at it. I would completely ignore it because I like yeah. to go in blind. Um, and then we'd talk about it, and somewhere along the line, it would divert into food or something else, or you know, retro, or you know, and that know was the way of the world. When you said going blind, it reminded me of that um, John Carpenter movie, They Live. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, I told this from Stubbs the moment he said, he said, he said, I'm going to put all the topics there so you can read them. It's like, I'm not going to do read them. He's like, well, it's like, I'm going to go in blind. He's like, but you won't know what you're talking about. It's like, I don't anyway. <laughs> I think BJ felt like, what was that actual question? Because it does, I used to give questions that were that vague. You could answer it any, any way you wanted to. I wasn't very good at that compared to a lot of people asking 
know. Well, that was that was a good thing, though. I thought. I don't know about you, VJ. A vague question is good because it allows the person at the other end to. It's it's not forcing them down a particular route or thought. Um, I don't know if you agree with that, VJ. In terms of the the, the questions that he used to part, uh, you know, pass over to everybody. Um, I think that once you. I think, sorry, just two things. UK Dazra says he prefers Persona 4. I just wanted to tell me if he's being serious because I've kind of been reluctant to, to give it a go. But if he really genuinely feels that, you, that uh, Persona 4 is really, you know, his preference, and then I, I think I'm going to have to I'm going to have to boot it up. So if you can put a, uh, put a message in the chat. Uh, I think you should boot it up anyway is probably the question I'm saying. I'll tell you what it is removable is that I want to, but it's like if I get... It's a hundred and fifty hour time sink for me. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. I mean. that's, that's a, exactly what that's Masuka said. That's the tradition yeah. I have because I just seen Masuka say one hundred thirty hours it took for me to beat Persona Five. I, said, I would yeah. say, I'll say Masuko, go and have a look at how many hours I've logged in <laughs> Persona Five. You know, and uh, and and the same thing with um, Hollow Knight, which obviously has to get a mention in every podcast I do. Uh, yep. I ended up putting 150, 160 hours into that game because I just wanted to wander around and feel, see the visuals, get you know, take in the ambience, and obviously the soundtrack, um, and obviously kill everything on screen blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. It so often, uh, except for the bosses. Um, yeah. Dad said it. Yeah, he did say it is awesome, but I think he said he has a little bit of a bias as he says the girls are hot as fuck on Persona. They are. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. None of them. None of them touch Sam Fox though. No, no. Clearly, clearly, nowhere near that. Trust me. No, um, but um, but yeah, it sounds like uh, Persona Four is is yeah. Um, is the way to go so maybe when you've got a spare 150 hours <laughs> yeah. no no but it's like what you said about privilege right and we are privileged we live in a privileged time and that's why a lot of the stuff that's going on on twitter for subjects that shall not be talked about according to stubs or will be beaten up yeah, you can uh, talk about it's quite shocking to see you know you, the, you, want, you can but you know it's not it's just people get bored of it I know, but you'll see, you'll hear me, right, start going on about, you know, being human is a byword for greed and you've got these sort of greedy, grubby, gutless sort of golems that, and that's just their hearts, right? You know, sort of parading them on Twitter. There you go, there's a little bit of linguistic for you, so. Um, people people are a little bit emotional right now and that's the way I'm going to classify it is a little bit of emotion and they need to, what's the old, what's the, what's the new frangled phrase? Touch grass. Um, you know, you're, and it's you're extremely, you're extremely polite because I, I think it's actually people allowing their emotions to make them feel insane, <coughs> and then then you see the real truth of people, which is like you know, childish, like mutinous and idiotic dissent, right? Uh, that, that's how I see it, but uh, you know, anyway, that's what we're here to talk about, right? <laughs> see, Mr. I, I think I agree with you there, Daz. That's Mr. yeah, everything looks better than me in boxes, trust me. Um, but no, I, in terms of it's, I don't know. I just think I think there's. Um, I don't think we were this bad. Probably back in 2015, 2016. I do think a little bit of the pandemic has made everyone a little bit crazy, stir crazy. Mm. Um, and I think, as you said, they're venting and they're venting into the ether, into the into this platform. Um, and I think what they should. I think what everyone should do is probably do exactly what you did and take a break from social media. 
you'll be surprised how and that's what i do at weekends you'll you'll I, I might tweet on the occasion but you won't see me tweet most at weekends because i could see myself going more emotionally um invested into subjects and i was like why why am i doing that and you have to stop yourself from doing it. And it is because the, these platforms do feed on your emotions, whichever emotion it may be. You know, you'd like to think it'd be positive, but generally negative seems to be the key thing at the moment. Um, and I think it's just get off, play some games, have enjoy your family, have some good food if you can, and, and enjoy what you've got. <clears throat> That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could talk about this subject, but I, I just feel sorry for the people in the chat. I don't think they really want to hear us talking about this sort of thing. They were here talking about uh, games, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't mind. I mean, if if the chat have anything that uh, well, that's a that question, that's a good. Yeah, if you've got any questions in chat, do just just whack them up, throw them up, and we'll 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 talk to them. Uh, just say Paul AFC is coming to the the chat as well. Welcome. Welcome, Paul AFC. Thanks for popping in, mate. I appreciate it. Um, yes, it's free for all. We have there's no structure, there's nothing. <laughs> Another one great to see, VJ. Well, uh, how, how, how are you, Mr. Stubbs? What have you been playing? And obviously, oh, I think that he question... doesn't, he plays this startup screen of loads <laughs> of games, and then he says he's had, he's had a really good time. What was that? What was that? Stubbs removable saying, saying, saying <laughs> back in 2015, nothing's really changed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing Gears 5 multiplayer Just for the audience in the chat that's just a pre-recorded um, sentence from Mr. Subs he's going to tell you what he's really been playing in a minute Yeah, yeah, Edith Finch I haven't played that a long time Great <sighs> game though, if you haven't played it Great game uh, Also, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2 Wow. I don't think I'm far off completing that, the main campaign anyway. It's a big game. Because then you, if you complete it, you can you can, re, you can replay it with, God, with EJ. What's the, what's the evil character? Well, the patch. No, the crazy guy. Well, oh, the guy called um, um, Ubsan. No, no. <laughs> Mo- oh, I can't remember his name. You can replay it in a different character. Is it the guy with the patch? I patch. That's it. I'm trying to think of his name. Imagine Majima. That, yeah, that's yeah. replay it with if you want to. Mm. You can. His real name's Masuko, but you know, um, Sega couldn't get the rights for it, so they just that's true. It. Yeah, Masuko yeah. said, "Sorry, um, this game's not good enough for me to be named inside." You know, as a main character. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing that. It's uh, thanks to Game Pass. I never would have tried Yakuza if it wasn't for Game Pass. But um, it's a whole genre now. You might be able to go into Persona Five. You know, yeah. All these other games that you it's could probably still got to play the Yakuza. I mean, because it goes from the VJ recommended after after Kwame not to go free, go to number six. I was like, what? Did, did, did you play? Did, did you play Yakuza Zero by any chance? Yes, that's incredible. Okay, Brilliant game. Incredible game that is. Yeah. The thing is with these Yakuza games, although they ain't massive open worlds like Ubisoft games, a lot of the side content is actually quite good content. It's not just generic go and collect this. There's, oh, it's tailored, isn't it? It's tailored content. storytelling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just that. It's <clears throat> the amount of packed, detailed content. Mm-hmm. 
and um, personality within a very, in very, very well within each square foot of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because exactly. if you look at most open world games, you know, it's like, okay, you know what? It's open. <laughs> it's a world. Yeah, it's, it's sparsely it's, populated. <laughs> yeah, even the densely populated is just cut and paste, right, with terrain yeah. and, so and so forth. And they're, and they're getting better, better at it, right, to make it more interesting. But as far as open world games, if you want a game with person, bursting with personality, bursting with, you know, brilliant brilliant amount of detail, especially, you know, um, the, the main the main uh the main city right because there's two right there's osaka mm-hmm. and there's a town in tokyo but um yeah just every square inch i should say is just bursting with with uh with you know brilliant amounts of detail right? even the flyers on the walls and you know mm-hmm. and if you look at the flyer you can actually find the location and what and what set what it says on the flyer is actually happening at that location the arcades the karaoke the cinemas the it there is the golf, indoor golf, everything. Yeah. There is everything you can do, isn't it? Let's face it. It's games within games, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's enjoyable, Yakuza. If it wasn't for Game Pass, I never would have tried Yakuza. Because I think it's only, it's only because Sega Sam, Sega Sammy from the deal with um, Xbox, that's why they came over, and obviously it was a nice chunk of change for, for Xbox to get uh, for Sega to get. That's why they brought them over, and they've done well as yeah. far as I'm aware of. Uh, the, that, that's why they're putting out Dragon Itching now, isn't it? And that's well, apparently think, done really well. well I think yeah. that's I think that's why they put a, a Persona on there as well. Because, that, because I, that, I, uh, it sounds like it, yeah. But it sounds like that did so well. It's like, well, what other good franchise? That's or you know, genre is really good. So like, well, Persona is clearly that. We're trying to think of the other one they're trying to get over. VJ, you all know what was the other um, genre in that genre that was after as that's well known as they're trying to get over. Because I remember an earnings call um, when back when we were doing midweek gaming, and there was an earnings call meeting of Sega Sammy. And they wanted Yakuza to be cut in the next few years to become a global franchise that, yeah. that, that, that's becoming big. And that, to be fair, they're working well at it because I've not played Like a Dragon yet because I, I'm still on them. But oh, from, what I, from what I gather, they're top quality games and they're, they're well on their way. It is. It is. And single player games still win. Yeah. Uh, just nice a, I will say. Was it the judgment games you, you were mentioning there? Um, um, Removable judgment. Uh, it was. It was itching. No, it was. Yes, well, yes, yes. Judgment. Judgment was the other one I was thinking. Well done. Yes, judgment. I was thinking of as well. Um, just to say, I don't. I don't think anyone's played Ishin on the panel, but it, it's ha- It's it's got really good reviews. Um, and one thing they did say was that it's the, uh, the time period. They really want more of that time period. Uh, of it set in feudal Japan, so I will say something though. <clears throat> I bet you VJ played the original on the PS3. Did you? I, I didn't, but I think it's the itch, uh, that Dragon Itching game is probably the sequel to Electronic Arts. And I wonder if anybody remembers this Skitchin. Does anybody remember the Skitchin video game by EA back in nineties? Sounds familiar, but on Genesis. It was like a skateboarding game on the Sega Genesis called uh, Skitchin. It and, sounds uh, familiar, but that's about it. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, it was just a poor joke because many people won't remember it, but uh, if you get a chance... Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, it was a good game back in those days, yeah. yeah it, was, it came out, I think, a couple of years, around the time of Desert Strike, PGA mm-hmm. Golf, Road Rash. Um, 
Right, right. And, um, then you had FIFA, you had NHL hockey, uh, you had F twenty twenty F twenty two interceptor, and obviously uh, Skitchin. So sorry to go all retro on you, but yeah, it's just because you mentioned oh, Skitchin, and I just yeah. Skitchin. <laughs> Can't be a bit of retro. And um, it was really funny because the other day, um, I can't remember if I was listening to something or something, and then just ran my half popped in my mind. And um, and then I went on to sort of the Xbox. You know, I don't really go into the homepage much on Xbox because I just use Microsoft Rewards or Game Pass or, um, you know, the store. Anyway, I was on the home screen and I scrolled down and then there's like an image of Ran My Half, you know, like the, if you want to watch the anime or something. I thought, wow. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, I, I think um, I think that's a good take from Mr. Stubbs. I think the Yakuza series is amazing. Again, you, you need time and, uh, um, and then to into it. And secondly, and secondly, um, I'm hoping I'm not sure too sure what to do about the Ishin game. Um, and, Again, uh, it's another 150 plus hours. You know, it's going to be, and it's yeah. got one of those. It's it's as an adult, time is our bane yeah time is our enemy uh, and i just i just one of the reasons why i've got so many games i've started and haven't got anywhere near time to to even finish them like dragon like a dragon i haven't i'm, I'm literally haven't even got finished it i haven't I because you I've, I, physical i remember buying i did i had I, i've got the um the, it was the actual uh the it's not a collector's edition but it's you know one but slightly below that um and i haven't completed it and I just, I'm just been too busy to get into it. And I need to sit down, you know, and one of those things and just really experience it. And it's just a bit impossible as an adult. <laughs> so I envy people like, you know, uh, VJ who could just go, right, I'm going to focus on this game and really batter it out. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, um, I know that um, Mr. Stubbs asked the question. Um, in regards to VJ, probably played Ishin on the PS3, I think, yeah, or PS2 yeah. or PS3, but I, I didn't because um, at that time, uh, Mr. Stubbs, uh, the game was only released, I, I, as far as I recall, only in Japan. Japan. Right? Yeah. Only in <laughs> and at that you time. Did you fly over to buy it? Uh, no, no, I didn't fly over to buy it. No, no, <laughs> he, so, he was, you was in Japan, though, weren't you, during that period? I've been in Japan in so many different periods. I lose track but i can't remember when that ishin game was dragon like an ishin was released um i might have missed it completely um so when mr stubbs asked me am i getting it have i played it and i said look i never played it because it was all in japanese even the menus and stuff and uh, at that time the yakuza games the yakuza games weren't so popular, right they were still kind mm. of niche right it was only when i think the i think when the kawami games came out and yakuza uh, Zero was the first game to, as far as I recall, yeah, I think it was the first game to take um, advantage of Sega's uh, Dragon Engine, right? The new Dragon Engine. And then obviously they made Yakuza 6, and then uh, I think, they, or either that or they went back to made Yakuza, uh, sorry, Kiwami 1 and 2, which is original Yakuza 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, you had Judgment, and then you've got Ishin now, the Judgment series, which I hope continues. Um, and then obviously the, like a dragon, uh, which I'm hoping to hear more about. I, I will say the judgment series, if you've never, um, you've never heard of the judgment series, the judgment series is on Xbox. It does have some very good deals. Wait for it to go down to deals. The, yep. the graphical fidelity yep. is superb. Yep. 
it is superb. It really showcases off some of the great. It's just visually uh, impressive in terms of the facial, the face features, and, and those elements. It really does. Just, just, um, just to, I just want to add to what Removal says. I mean, I think Mr. Stubbs can also uh, sort of attest to this: is that if you look at all the AAA games that are coming out uh, from or some of them, big, big major studios, the uh, the facial capture and uh, the facial animation systems that the Dragon mm -hmm. got, and that is not a new engine. That no. engine is 10 years old, is in some ways far superior to what some of these next-gen, well, so-called next-gen games uh, puts them to shame, in, in, my, in my frank opinion. And, um, and also the fact that um, I'm not sure if this is entirely true or if it's public knowledge. I think it is, is that Sega... Are moving on from the Dragon Engine, and I don't know if that will be in time for um, like a Dragon Two and and Judgment Three and and whatever. Uh, is that the second iteration of the Dragon Engine they've no, made, I, I, or is I it a completely it. separate? I think they're moving to Unreal Five. Really, really, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it, and I then, I did not expect that because I thought the Dragon Engine. Well, they know the ins and outs of that. I can understand an upgraded version of the Dragon Engine, but to Unreal 5, that is, yeah, surely that is a little bit, see, that would worry me slightly because that's an untested engine. Not so, you know, not in, not in, so I've for a, them it is, yeah, I think. No, uh, what, what it is is in Japan, Unreal, uh, during Unreal 3, uh, yeah. uh, Epic were trying really hard um, in, in, uh, uh, to, to get people to license it in Japan. And uh, they spent a lot of money and a lot of time getting studios to try to use it or not, not use it as in make a game with it, like go and, we'll, you know, we'll even fund you to, uh, to, to test it out, right? Take it for a, um, to do an R&D with it. And uh, I think over the last seven, eight years, what, what they've done is that um, all the, um, the notes, uh, I had a friend of mine who actually translated all of the um, documentation, that, the official documentation. Obviously, not everything that's on the on the forums, right? Because we're studios, <laughs> but translated all the documentation and tried to get you know major studios to use it. And you only have to look at Square Enix, and it was one of the games I mentioned right at the start of this conversation. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've played it through twice because Square Enix. Whatever you think of Final Fantasy VII Remake, for me, it's, it's one of my favorite games. Um, if you actually look at it from a technical perspective, I forget constantly forget that it's on an Unreal it's on Unreal Engine, because you know we talked about facial captures and facial animation. Uh, just go and have a look at uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake in real time on, on PS5 or PS4, or even PS5 actually, because it's so much better. Uh, the animation system and the physics systems, combat system, um, let alone you know the semi-open or wide linear open world that that it. Um, that it depicts, right? And then all its detail and the level of the quality of the textures and the loading, everything is there in terms of the interfaces that are probably right or the tools that are required to make a Yakuza game. So I can understand potentially why they've done it because I've seen what they've done with um, Final Fantasy VII Remake and it's not that far off of what Yakuza actually is, if that makes sense. But uh, it's, a, it's a different team. It's a different understanding and a different, uh, I, I would, whilst you're similar, I, I would probably argue that there is some there's some fundamentals there which 
I, I think you're absolutely spot on. There are tools within the Dragon engine that they would have to translate or or rework, but and to yeah. hold on to Unreal Five. But I think that sorry, is it Unreal Five now? I'm forgetting what Unreal. It's it Unreal is Unreal Five. Yeah. What I would also say is that if they were going to make that transition removable, is make it now while every other studio is getting to grips with Unreal Engine 5. Okay, they've got a bit of a head start in terms of they've used Unreal Engine 4, but there is still obviously some ground to cover in terms of getting totally proficient with Unreal 5, even for people that have used Unreal 4. Yeah, you see, I, 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 I guess my concern is you're taking a legacy series yeah. and you're jumping with a legacy series. I'd probably like them to put in a, a, a new a new IP, test it with that, and then once they're comfortable to move the legacy series. Yeah. It's just that if they cock it up, it could do damage to the legacy series. Where if they do it with a new IP, it's just something they've tested out and tried and it just didn't work. Not saying they will, not saying that will happen, but yeah. it's 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 you know. I agree they need to to jump on board, and now's the time to do so. But it's it's, it's taking a legacy series. I don't know. It just it just it puts the. I, I just think, why would you take that risk? I, I, such I, a I, beloved I, franchise. Maybe just put in, especially the way that they they render <clears> out the visuals for. That game, if they can do that on, I think that would be the biggest issue. If they can do that on the Unreal Engine Five, that, that's that, that's their biggest challenge. And I think, as I say to you, the, I don't know if it was the article I was reading, but it was saying that the reason why they're doing it is that they've maxed out, or they've they've maxed out that Dragon Engine as much as they possibly can. They, if they want to go forward, they've got to they have to either rebuild or or take on a, on a or take on a um, as you say a third party a third party engine. So it's a difficult. I'm just surprised they haven't. I'm. I to watch you. It's. It sounds like they've they've tried to max out the engine as much as possible. But even then, you would have thought they would have been developing five years ago the second iteration of it. It's almost like oop, we've got to the end. And we forgot we about how <laughs> now what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Which slightly worries me. Can I, um, can, I just, can I just say? Can I just say something on that? Is that um, I, I think I have to give them a little bit of leeway on that because five years ago, did they really know what the next gen systems would be, would would or would not be capable of? I, I don't know the answers to these, but I, I guess they're just valid questions that I have. Maybe not very valid, but I think five years ago, you could see the remnants of the photo for face captures coming through. Yeah, yeah, definitely some of the face captures and, and the graphical fidelity coming through. Um, and now the question I think they, in my head, and again, this is just a random guy in my head, they were probably, they were probably looking at it and was like, you know, we're going to wait it out, see if this, see if the engine really does live up to its, its promise before we dive in, you know. I think it's one of those, it's like, yeah, it looks like it could be good, but we'll just hold back a bit, hold back a bit, hold back a bit. And now this it's game, like, oh. This game here, I'm playing here, this game's coming out this year. This isn't on Unreal, is it? Uh, this, this is a new Yakuza game. No, I don't think it is on Unreal. I think it's on Unreal 4. like a Gaiden. And it's the man without an identity, the man who raised, who 
erase his name. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Kiru. If I'm saying it right, Kiru. Kiru. He hasn't aged. Twenty eighteen. He looks good. You got to remember that them them Yakuza games, old Yakuza games, they were in the eighties, weren't they? The guy's not aged. Look, look, looking good. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, fidelity-wise, I mean, you look, look at the Callisto project. You know, it, it, visuals is 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 becoming easier. Gameplay and gameplay mechanics is the thing they really need to tighten down on and really think to keep it going. Yeah. And I and I think that the if if I could just say to that, and I, and I think that this from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing that the tools within Unreal 5 are, um, are not not necessarily making it well I guess they are just they're, they're more it's like the um, what's that program they use for CAD um, is it Revit CAD? or AutoCAD yeah AutoCAD you know creative assist, yep. assisted design or whatever it is. sorry I forgot the uh, what the acronym stands for uh, computer automated agency. yeah computer computer uh, it's automated effectively it's AutoCAD so it's automated computer aided design yeah, so so the tools are, are designed more like that to help you know um, to help d designers. And if you and to your point, if you look at a lot of the on on YouTube, if you look at a lot of the um, independent sort of creators that are saying, "Hey, look, you know, I've put a concept together. I put it and visually, like you say, right, the environments and mm -hmm. uh, the models that and the lighting, it all looks fantastic, right? You think there's a scene right out of Yakuza, etc., and so on and so forth. But in terms, if you look at the the rigging of the characters, if you look at the animation of the characters, if you look at the facial capture systems that they've got, you can see that they're quite a bit behind. And obviously, they don't have the tech uh, that, say, you know, Kojima Productions has that perhaps um, no. uh, Sega has. I think Sega used the red system, uh, which is a camera red camera-based system uh, mm -hmm. for most capture uh, and so on and so forth. But they've got the, all those tools that they have, they can easily be um not prescribed they can easily be assigned to to any game engine because it's it's just a translation it, it, those are captured in a different system but then there's a translation tool that puts it into the game system and that's just another tool so so i, I think you're right I, i'm not as frightened mm. or concerned as in um transitioning over to new game I, engine as much as I, I would have been in the past if that makes sense i know it probably sounds for me and this is probably uh, a little bit arrogant, but my my head, no. fidelity fidelity is probably easier now to accomplish a good uh, a good uh, what I was thinking of is a good uh, gameplay system, a good mecha mechanics uh, that is enjoyable is harder to get right. I think. You can make things now look very pretty e with much more easier mm -hmm. because of the tools that are allowed to that, allow, that will help you out and do that. And I'm seeing uh, even some of the indie developers come out with some fantastic visuals where they slightly falter is implementing a good uh, mechanics in terms of the gameplay in some cases, getting those down to a T. And I think that is going to be the next hurdle. I think we've see, you know, I think unless you've got a good experience, that's going to be the crux. Um, I think that's where I think a lot of people were like, oh, the Callisto project, 
absolutely stunning. But some people had issues with its gameplay mechanics, Um, you know, and they felt it was, you know, it was fun, but it was, it was lacking something. And I think that's the, that's the thing. Removal was that the main? Sorry, was that the main criticism, or was there? Because I, I don't know. Was there? Was there more than one criticism regarding that? I, I, the, from what I saw online, there was some criticism that it wasn't scary. It wasn't as I think they people people. It, it was touted in some degree as Dead Space 2.0, yeah. um, and the trailer looked like it was Dead Space 2.0. Really scary, really horrific, and actually. Getting horror right, and I think they even the, the developers self is hard. It's a hard task. They hit the nail on the head with Dead Space in terms of you know jump scares and getting the mood and feel. Um, and I've been playing Callisto Project, and it is it is it's, it's a much more to me. It's uh, the best way I could describe it is you have Alien and then you have Aliens, two very different genres. Uh, two different, sorry, two, in terms of uh, what they produce, Alien was much horror, more horror. Aliens was much more action, and I think uh, even though they tried to make it horror in the Callisto project, it feels very much more action. So it disassociates itself from the horror. I think the horror is you're always on the back foot. You always feel. You've got your, your heckles, you know, you're always feeling like you're backed up against a wall. You never feel powerful. You never feel like you're going to win. <laughs> the Callisto Project, I didn't get that, to be honest with you. I feel like I could easily, I, 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 I'm, I'm not the one, I'm, the, I'm more the predator rather than the prey. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where they faltered slightly in terms of that when dead space you did really feel as if you're like i'm the prey here everything i'm the prey and again this is the thing i think this is where the, i think they spent a lot of money and a lot of time on the visuals and don't get it wrong it looks superb you know the sweat going down the character models is stunning absolutely yep. stunning it's just missed out on some of the mechanics i think um i think this is something we talked about i think we talked about this offline and i think i might mention to you that the the most difficult the most difficult parts two parts to making game one is pacing especially if it's a horror game right and versus an open world game and secondly um is um gameplay teams right they're a lot bigger than people think and um finding technical technical artists and gameplay artists or Gameplay designers, are the top top ones are few and far between, um, and it takes a lot of uh, a lot of time to re- um, iterate on <clears throat> on those yeah. those mechanics. Um, and it's and it, the only thing that surprises me, given the size of the team, given the size of the budget, given the fact that they've probably all probably would have played Dead Space one, two, and three just to understand to from a marketing and a pr perspective and just from a gameplay perspective in, in terms of doing your research right um and because it'd be foolish to say oh, well we're not going to play those because we don't want it to influence the game that we're making that would be pretty foolish right that means you can't mm-hmm. compartmentalize on, on a pragmatic basis basically um is the fact that um and gameplay testing right because we know how popular gameplay testing is now amongst uh, mm-hmm. big 
right? It's, again, because I don't know what the Korean one budget was, but it was pretty huge, right? That affected their share price. Mm-hmm. So, and it is just still kind of concerns me the fact that um, that nobody, but nobody said, look, that there's an issue here, right? Because it wasn't. I'm assuming, correct me here, because I haven't played it. That it wasn't just one person that said that this is a flaw. No. I'll just interject. There's been a few comments on this. Uh, welcome to Dragonheart Yobi. Thanks for popping in. Dire Prism, thanks for popping in. And Geordie, thanks for popping in. Um, Dire Prism was saying on, on when you were talking about, he says, the more realistic the graphics are, the more small errors in animations become too. And Goat Force said the com. I presume they're on about Dead Space here. Uh, Goat Force said the combat was very much compared to Punch Out. Not everyone loved it. I played it and finished it. Thought it was wonderful. Uh, that would be uh, Callisto Project, not Dead Space. Yeah, I suspect. Um, yeah, I agree with them there. And uh, this is one of the reasons why Dead Space Remake has hit it off so well. They. St- didn't tweak the horror aspect to it. They kept everything. And if anything, from what I'm seeing, even in the trailer here, they've slightly expanded. But it's, it's light touches they've done to it. They may have changed some of the actual cutscenes slightly, but they've kept the the absolute fear factor there from the original. And they 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 nailed it with Dead Space, with the Callisto project. I think it's one of those things where. It was capturing a lightning in a bottle, and I. Th- it's a hard thing to do, you it know. It is, and, and twice or three times, and that's why is, I think yeah. you know people people don't like the third one, or some people don't like the second one. The first one nailed it; it really did. It they captured lightning in a bottle, um, and the trouble is, as you know, as it was mentioned in the chat earlier, if you've got fantastic graphics. Anything that's slightly wrong or slightly off is magnified. So if it's if you're trying to go for that horror aspect and it feels more action G, then it's gonna be even more amplified yep. by I, by the graphical fidelity. I think there's two things. One it was on PS5 and Xbox Series X and PC, so I think graphics probably were a they're under a bit of pressure to show real next-gen graphics, but I don't and it does it well, don't get me wrong, it does yeah. it superbly well. But I think that Diaprism has got a point, right? Uh, the, you know, the more realistic the graphics are, the more errors in small animations becomes too. And I think, I think it's something Miyazaki said, and you should know Miyazaki because obviously you, you've mm-hmm. played the Elden Ring and uh, and their other games. And if you look at some of their sort of um, Japanese interviews or even some of the, I try not to say you know read uh, sort of um, articles from certain various news sites because sometimes they get the translations wrong, but. You know, people have questioned them that, you know, why are your visuals not, not always up to scratch? And they said that we just prefer to spend more time in actually frame by frame going through every single animation mm-hmm. just right. Because if the gameplay is not right, then the visuals don't matter. You know? Exactly so, that. And that, that is, that, and that is, is that, so, sorry, that goes, and to me, honest, to be honest with you, that is a mantra that should uh that goes back as far as i know is when i was in the gaming industry focus on gameplay and then visuals and and if you really want a big example of that right and during the mega drive reign right as, uh, there was mm-hmm. a game 
don't know if many people know this, but Rise of the Robots from Acclaim, and it had the best looking yes. video anyone had ever seen. Yes. And they all said, <laughs> oh my God, this game is next gen, is this word. Next gen wasn't even a term back then, but this is like, you know, state of the art. This is the future. This is that. The gameplay and, was horrendous. And, you know, and the gameplay was like, you know what? Forget about a Mega Drive joypad. You probably have more luck playing it with a bloody quick shot joystick. But anyway, it the, was, the, yeah. So, so what Dire, what Dire Prism is saying, you know, holds um, a lot weight. of weight. Holds a lot of weight, and uh, unknowingly, perhaps, I, I don't want to sort of undermine his his comment, but maybe he, because I, I don't know him, but you know, he's kind of hit on a universal truth there, shall we Ooh. say? Yeah. I think that there is, and I think this yeah. is the thing. Uh, I think. Good night, sorry, uh, good night, Daz. Thanks for popping in, mate. Appreciate Take it. Thank you, sir. Don't Tommy tank too hard. No, it's not like that. I think Sam is given Sam Fox is giving him a call and says bedtime. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that has always been the same. I think this there's this case is if you if you can nail down the gameplay, and that's why indie games uh, do so well because you know they don't have the budget for superb graphics, so they focus on the gameplay. And the gameplay works. That's why I love indie games are really fun and, to play, uh, even and if I, it doesn't matter. And, the I, and, this might be, and this might be a very sort of glib, glib, you know, sort of amateur response to that. But I play indie games. I like the way that they play. And I'm always thinking, what if they had budget for production values? And I know it may be a very shallow sort of um, sort of take, but it kind of speaks to what you're saying. Well, to be honest with you, I, I, in some cases, I think, in some cases, I wish they don't have the budget because um, their focus is in the right place. Yeah. And in some cases, um, the, the thing that a lot of people seem to forget is um, a lot of the innovations come from the indie crowd and the indie developers. And then that innovation is then taken, copied, manipulated, and placed into AAAs. And then it's seen as, oh, look at this great brand new thing. When in actual, actually, a lot of those maybe new mechanics or new innovations were just done in indie games, but you never knew about it because it's not mentioned. No, and can I can I just say a game that I think that speaks volumes and and actually accents um, Removable's point? Yeah, in terms of perhaps they shouldn't have the budget, and the game that for me that I want to play and I want it to be great, but I think is in danger of having a budget where it can be expansive, and perhaps the gameplay doesn't look as quite as good if that was, was their focus is uh, the Little Devil Inside. Mm. Yeah. And um, I'm probably going to get beaten up for it. But I remember, you know, when we saw Gotham Knights and everyone was going, oh, my goodness, look at Catgirl's cloak or whatever. You know, look at the way that, her, you know, it's floating around and everything. Was and I was on this show and I said, that game is going to die in its ass, basically. And uh, I think it might have been on Boom Show, but it wasn't taken very well. But you could just I could just see it right there and then, um, besides the studio's history. But um, anyway, I, I, I it, is, it is it is a shame. I think gameplay, and I think as you said, Miyazaki, he knows what he's doing. He's got he a good pattern. Yeah, he's yeah. got a good pattern. It's one of the reasons why people play his games, whether regardless of whether you like uh, Dark Souls sort of type games or not. He look at what he's been able to accomplish. Hit after hit after hit after hit. As many people have pointed out, graphically. Mm. 
they're not the top tier, top notch, next gen graphics. Don't get me right. Even the remasters, you know, when they do that, it's they. Look, Ramubi, don't have to convince me. You know, the three games, the last three games that I spent over 150 hours in, yeah, it's probably <laughs> Hollow Knight, right? Uh, Persona Five, and um, I'm trying to think what the other one is now, but yeah, it just kind of gives you a Elden you Ring. Know, uh, an Elden Ring, right? Yeah, there you go. So there's three games there that don't have the best visuals, but they have everything else going for it, you know. It's and true. Octopus, and Octopus Traveler. Yeah. Octopus Traveler. Oh, the second one's out, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that'll be. Um, is that coming out on Xbox? As far uh, as I'm aware. Oh no! Let's ask Stubbs because he knows all of all of the all of the secrets of the industry. Come on, Stubbs, and tell us no. about Gear Six and your penny and stuff. No, it's uh, as as far as we know, it's not um, coming to Xbox. It's going to to PlayStation and PC. Um, For how long is that? A year's exclusive, or is that completely because? But where's the mention? See, this is a difficult thing for me. There's been no mention about Octopath Traveler coming to the PlayStation whatsoever. You mean Xbox? So, no, what no, what I'm saying is, oh, the original the Octopath Traveler one. Oh. Is not yet still on still on the PlayStation. So what makes people think that the same will happen? It, I don't think it will. <clears throat> but I don't think there's any exclusivity. I know everyone's saying, "Oh, but what made me laugh about that?" Everyone complaining about Octopath Traveler Two. Well, it's clearly PlayStation have blocked it. Well, where was all these conversations when Octopath Traveler One completely skipped the the. the, the the um the PlayStation. Nobody said that Xbox have blocked it from the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure that a few people did say that, but I suspect um I suspect I it was probably really. I, I suspect if I remember correctly, most probably it's probably put under as like it's an indie game. Uh, like why would anyone want that? I like these loquacious dialects that um Stubbs has been practicing and now is purveying for everybody on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I know, to be honest, I think it should Octopath Traveler One should come to uh, PlayStation because it's been a long time, and I think vice versa. I mean, I don't personally believe it's um, it's anything to do with exclusivity. Square, they have some different methods, and maybe that despite people saying that Octopath Traveler. Yep. Engage, engage well on Xbox. We don't have the numbers. Square might have thought we didn't, we didn't, it didn't do very well. Let's just skip Xbox. That that may have been their opinion, but nobody actually knows. Okay, they took the money. They took the money to have the exclusivity and it, to have the Game Pass deal. Yeah, doesn't mean that in their finances it still did well. It doesn't. There, there are a lot of companies um, that the very like. VJ says a lot of the time, the oh, Japanese. No, but you've you spoke a lot about Japanese companies before, and they're very different to Western developers and publishers. Yep, they are. That is very different. So that, that they may have looked at the numbers and thought, mm, uh, probably just put on PlayStation and PC. I don't know what to say really. I don't know. I think it should be you on don't. All, yeah, all, on all it, be, it does. We don't know what's no. going to happen. You don't know. And to be honest with you. Um, but look, as I said, he's got a PS5, so he can play it. And it was probably because VJ pointed this out to me. I didn't know this. Octopath Traveler One was originally just on Nintendo Switch. It was an yep. exclusive for quite a while. Then it yep. came to Xbox and PC, 
and that, so so eventually they may put they may put it on the PlayStation. They might I suspect work. so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it could be it could be like a Persona Four, Persona Three sort of situation where it comes, you know, well, five we'll years down the enough. line. I guess we'll never soon enough. I mean, it's leaving Game Pass this month, I think, tomorrow. Actually, that's true. It could, it, it, it might, it very well may release soon on PlayStation. Yeah. They all know because it's, it's leaving. It is. But, uh, um, a, does anyone know who Eternal Shaddai is? Is that one of your friends? He's a good, he's a good, good Eternal Shaddai shout outs to you. I, I was he, just going to say, Shaddai, as far as I, Shaddai, I recognize that as uh, El Shaddai, which is means, I think, a uh, pathway to God. I don't know if I'm correct on the re- recollection of that, but it'd be nice to know. It's an interesting name. Shaddai is something to do with pathway to God, a Hebrew, I think, perhaps. But anyway, yeah, sorry. See, knowledge. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just putting up the Path Traveller 2 trailer oh. up now. He's is trying to find that, it. Is that a polite way of saying, I'm putting you on mute, VJ, because you just talk out of nonsense? No, there yeah. we go. It's a PlayStation advert, but it's good to be. It's, it's, it's not on. But yeah, it does. I mean, and Eternal Shaddai says you've got that correct. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. But the only thing I've got right tonight, sir. <laughs> will you be picking this up, VJ, on your PS5? Um, of course he will. I want to, but I really wanted it to come onto um, Xbox. Um, you want to keep it on on the, on the one platform where the first yeah, one is, isn't it? Like I, yeah. Like I played it one on there, and then I have to switch over to another system to play. It's like, oh my goodness! And then I thought, um, can I play it remotely? So I, I plugged in my MacBook, and then I put on the remote PS5 feature, and it worked for a day. And now it won't work, so I've got to go back downstairs reconnect. And if I have to keep doing that, then this remote function is pointless as well, and um, my internet's absolutely fine. So, and then I thought, oh, should I just buy it on my Switch? You know, which I bought about six years ago. Um, but um, I want to, yeah, I might buy it on the, I, I might actually buy it on the Switch, to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind, um, but um, yeah. I, with, I with there's so many Switch. games for you to play, you could it's even be bowled off. It's been advertised. For, in fact, it will be at the end of this trailer if it is saying that it's a PlayStation a PlayStation trailer. This is, they probably won't put anything else in it. But uh, yeah. I'd imagine uh, it would come to the Switch, I would surely. Probably. See the end of oh. the trailer, but this is a PlayStation trailer, so it wouldn't hold your breath for them saying all the platforms. Does anybody play the Eternal Sonata? Because that game sounds extremely um, familiar. It's a uh, Eternal Shaddai says it's a mix of games, Eternal Sonata and Eternal Shaddai, and yes, it means Eternal God too. A path, path. I thought it meant pathway to God, but he's 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 probably more accurate than I. But I wanted to know if anyone had played Eternal Sonata because that game sounds familiar. I'll have to have a look it up later. No, not myself. But then again, to be honest with you, I have been solely focused on so many other bloody things. I've had a chance to complete the games I have got. <laughs> well, according to there, there'll be a demo on the PS4 and PS5. But See, I don't need. The, I don't. I don't need the demo. You see, because what I do now, obviously, I don't listen, read reviews. What I do is wait for if it's on PC. I look at the Steam reviews, and um, and everybody on there, the most common denominator on on there is the fact that uh, trust Masuka. I don't know what that game was. Oh, oh, I knew it. No, I hate game. Get him on. Get him on the panel tomorrow, and let's have a chat with him and tell him how horrible it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, last year alone, he, he must have completed something like 60 or 70 games in last year. Who's that? I dislike him even more now. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'd like to complete games. Trust me. I try my hardest to complete games. Reviews. Yeah, I do. But that's the same. Even you know, unless of course something breaks, I can't do it. But uh, it's it's the trouble is it's it's um it's if you're playing if you're reviewing a lot of games, you don't always get a chance to really complete the games, the other games that you had set up. <laughs> Which is, I know, it's a very privileged thing to say. It's like, oh, I've got too many things to play. Um, you know, it's um, it is a very privileged aspect. But as there is, you know, it's like as I said, I've got like a like a dragon. As like, right, I'm going to spend some time with that. Never got around to spending some time finishing that off because you know, videos. I always say to me, it's like, you finished it yet? It's like, no, I haven't finished it yet. It's like, why? It's like, I just had a chance. You know, there is there are some great games out there. I'd like to sit down and just really sink my teeth into the games i have got and this is one of the reasons why i look at new games now and i'm like do i buy something because i've got a whole bloody backlog to, to finish and i haven't touched yeah, yeah. and I, I, I the same with harry potter i'm thinking do i have the time or the inclination because everybody speaks really highly of it do i want to play it because i remember playing elden ring and that took two months <laughs> well to be fair we actually got through it pretty. You got it through it a hell of a lot quicker than I did. But it still took a long time, right? <laughs> it did. Yeah. But and then there's still stuff that we we didn't fully complete find as well, isn't it? There's still stuff that like yeah, um, we did. Get, we did get probably ninety five percent of the um, achievements. Me and you, right between us. So yeah, I, I, I think I was around the eighty mark. You you was much more than I was because I was like, it's like I remember this one dungeon I still haven't gone back to because I'm not going to. Not that, that that was a little bastard of a dungeon to no, get through. I was like, no, nope, no. Nope. The only one achievement I got more than you was the one that said, uh, congratulations for, oh, what was it? What was it? Oh, yeah, it's taking you two months to, and you're still playing this game so you get an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, it, and that was one thing which was really good because it was very much a camaraderie of, that, of the suffering between us both. Both of us was just going. Well, where did you find this? I was like, I have no idea where I found it. I found it here after just running for my life into something, and that's why I found it. And then you'd say to me, "Oh, I found this over here." If you go to this person, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, I found this NPC who gave me something." Like, and that was that was kind of a, a unique experience because, whilst in some cases we weren't playing co-op until right near the end, we were playing together. If that makes sense. Because we were sharing a lot of experiences over the uh, over over WhatsApp, weren't we? <laughs> you were sending pictures of of all of your gameplay, and I was yeah. sending him back going, "Well, here's me dying. Here's me dying. Here's me dying. Yeah, videos of new costume. That was it. Yeah, I got this. I got this sword. I want another sword. You can't get that sword. You have to drop it somewhere. But I want another sword. It gives me give me it gives me life back. Oh God, it was um yeah there are some games out there that really do that and that's why i'm hoping that when redfall kicks off mm. uh we'll be able to get us three and uh obviously we're trying to convince stubs here to play it and try and do a uh, yeah, uh yeah masuko myself and vj and hopefully stubs have a, a have a little bit of a uh, a, a gameplay on the redfall because that looks like it could be pretty good as well couldn't it yeah, and, and mr, mr. Oh, stubs oh, don't worry about not being good at it i'm terrible at, at games but what I would say is just like uh, the four of us, like we're, we're having a chat, like a podcast, but playing game, playing a game 
at the same time. That's all it really is. Well, you say that. I don't think animated pretty much. Uh, my one thing I I I I probably don't appreciate much is my bossy side comes out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not normally a bossy person. It's like, abusive. Get, <laughs> catch up, stop bloody leaving us behind. We're gonna have to get that's right. Go back, and get him, go back, and he's dying. Oh my god, fun. I'll definitely jump in. He, he does look like a fun game. Yeah, I would say it's a game that you probably would only play. I'd only play come up because I think it, it, it yeah. there isn't a single player campaign, is there? In or is it, is there? Um, is it a come up campaign? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think you can play single player, but he has four, three or four AIs, and you know how that's going to be. Mm. No one's quite cracked that yet. Yeah. But it does, it does look good. I mean, if it, be honest, if it wasn't for having Game Pass, I probably wouldn't, put, I wouldn't try it, but it's within Game Pass, so yeah, exactly. you may as well. <laughs> yeah. Masuka's game, removal sanity's technical mind will lead us to victory. No, that is, I don't think there's any tactical... No, he knowledge honestly, whatsoever. It's just me going. Don't die. He knew exactly what to do. Who you, me? You? Yes, you're. Oh, that's because yeah, uh, it's because I I Gears of War Horde. I grew up on, so I I played for the first one. I played. You know, I played for the first, second. I knew the tactics, left, right, and centre. And so when it came to the last one, yes, they added in some new. What's it called? Um, new skills. But the basic fundamentals are still down there, and as oh, you I notice, like, I I played as the support, which I don't normally do. And I played as like basically the guy who flew around, basically keeping people alive, didn't I? You did. <laughs> I've just been corrected by my good friend Luke Steele. Thanks for popping in. You can play Redfall single, uh, Redfall completely single player. Doesn't have bots or anything. Oh, and also okay. I've got to do this, Luke Steele. That's how we do it. Stillness of Luke. The cool name. That's his real name. This is cool name. Luke Steele. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, that would be interesting, actually. We can, apparently, Mikasuzu said we can recruit Luke as well as he's shooting. He's pretty spot on. There you go. Also, it is, it's four players, isn't it? Or is it five player? I can't. Um, I'm sure someone in the chat will correct this. Um, Diaprism said. I also try to stay away from games I would get sucked into. Also, <clears throat> last time was buying Diablo 2 Resurrected. I'm just so in awe of how they did that remaster. Mm. Mm-hmm. Luke doesn't agree with uh, his, his shooting skills, obviously, because he's laughing. See, I'm just looking at um, Masuka's marketing piece. Removable sanity's tactical command will lead us to victory. And if you read the small print, it just says minus a few limbs. It just, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just a generally, physical, I, physical I, I, I am, I've, <clears throat> if you meet me in real life and you meet me on the podcast, you're I'm yeah. a very friendly and happy, chatty person. You won't leave For alive. some strange reason, <laughs> the moment I get into a team co op game, my competitive side decides to turn up to a ratchet of 50 and then for some reason i just get grumpy <laughs> when things don't go our way it's like i don't know why i just i just i'm surprised anyone wants to play with me when i'm playing co-op so i'm always uh, grateful that the people who do want to play with me put me up put, up, um, put up with me <laughs> i'm just like it's like quick we go here we go there ah, for some reason my brain thinks somehow i'm like, i know what i'm doing Nine times out of ten, I bloody well don't. 
But there is, there is. Uh, we've had, we've had. Was it the left? For, it's not left. Was not left dead. What was the other? One? Black for Blood. We had some great banter on that, and had some great fun on that one. That was a really good one. So actually, go through. I, I, I enjoyed that uh, very much. Um, I, I really did. And um, I, actually, I wanted to ask you, but I saw that the. I think is it the Evil Dead. Did you ever play that? Uh, I never it? did. No. Um, and it's one of those. It's one of those ones that. I didn't know many people who picked it up. Oh. So that was the thing. It, it's also in third person, which is not a problem because I enjoy third person, but I am, I did it, it again. It was very similar sort of thing. Um, but I didn't see many people pick it up. So I was like, mm. what's your, what's your preliminary take on Redfall based on what you've seen? Cause it does look quite pretty. It's, Again, prettiness is, is it does look pretty. It's going to be the gameplay, yeah. and for me, it's what are they bring to the table? Is this going to be like a Left for Dead situation, mm. or is it going to be a much more tactical situation where it is going to be a case of one person lures something out as the other one legs it in and grabs something? Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the only. The, there was I, a really I'm not, good. I'm not even familiar with the team, so I don't know what they've done previously. So if that, if, if the anticipation and hopes are high, or whether I, everything's quite sort of, you know. I'm in the same boat here as well. Um, I think, to be honest with you, the best one I. I, I does anyone remember Bright? Is it Bright? Yeah. Was it a TV um, show? Or was it a TV movie? No, no, no. This was a game. Bright. It was a game. Um, god i've actually got it somewhere um i think it's called bright um and it was it was a very good team co-op game and the premise was uh it had really weird characters they had really thin long guys with really long elongated faces but you had three sets of characters so you had your your light guy very thin who could jump and go high and climb buildings you had your mid-stock guy who could only climb halfway up along things and you had your heavy big stock almost like ogre type guy who would always like go through the ground floor and it was a really fantastic game in terms of co-op because everyone knew their place everyone had their skill sets was set to help everybody out it was very much a team co-op sort of situation um and i haven't really seen many co-op games pull that off left for dead was probably the closest uh back so, blood did a good so job arcane it's arcane austin made uh, making redfall they made death loop prey dishonored dark Ooh. messiah of might and magic arctic fatalist i've obviously said that name wrong that it's brink name. that's it masuka brink it was brink they've yes got a, they've got a pedigree they made they made, they made a few games <laughs> yeah but if you notice that it, it's co-op games how many of those death loop is a co-op game is. Oh, is it? I didn't know. Yes, Deathloop's a co-op game. Uh, Prey is a single player. No, single player. So this is Arcane Austin, right? I thought Arcane. Some of the games you mentioned, I thought they were made in the. Isn't Arcane primarily a French studio? And then oh, well, I'm just sorry. I'm just reading off Wikipedia. That's what it says. It's probably wrong. That is. Yeah, blame Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, yeah blame Wikipedia. Yeah, tell you what's happened is it's, it's, it's mixed Arcane Austin and France together. It has, in, 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 yeah, ignore me on that front. 
Ah, Lucas said it's not like Left 4 Dead. It's a bit like Far Cry, open world mission design with some looter shooter stuff. Ah, okay, okay. So, Masuko, would you classify it as similar to Brink then? Because that was semi, slightly semi open map, wasn't it? Um, he even had phases and then. But yeah, if anyone ever played Brink, superb. And I'm actually. Check it. I'm I'm probably only one of a few people who's actually thousand pointed it. <laughs> uh, it's an old game as well, but it's a great game. If you ever get it, it's on the three sixty. Don't think the servers in there, but uh, yeah, that's good to know. Luke still okay? So that'll be interesting. So I'm wondering whether that's uh, if everyone can just all split up, or you you all then go to a, like a, a point and try and sort out that mission. Yeah, Luke said uh, Arcane did predict uh, Deathloop. Uh, sorry, Arcane, Lane, Ar- Arcane Leon did Dishonored and Deathloop. Oh, Arcane Frost. Oster did Prey. So, yep. There you go. See? Good old Luke. Go. Luke always knows, and he always appears when some information he's dropping. That's the moment he decides to pop in chat. He's been there the whole time. <laughs> He keeps an ear out for full for, for, for yeah. fake news. We better start talking about ABK then. If I believe it, <laughs> no, that's not. No, no, no. Let's, a, let's have a let's have a nice chat, shall we? Let's have a nice chat. <laughs> let's, um, let's talk about um, some gears hype, right? So Joshua Otega. Hopefully, I'm saying this correctly. Joshua Otega. That's it, Joshua. Joshua Otega has returned to the Gears franchise. He now, if you want a bit of background about him, it highlights in his career. This is Gears related. What I'm talking about. He no. he wrote <laughs> and co-created Gears of War two. He wrote all of the in-game collectibles, the initial teaser trailer, consulted on the TV ads and the marketing campaign, and even wrote the manual. He wrote the first 13 issues of the comic book prequel for DC Comics and along with Liam R. Sharp co-curated Jace Stratton, Michael Barrick, Draper and, uh, and Alex Brand and a few other characters I can't say the name for, which is bad being a Gears fan. He also co-curated the story and narrative level design for Gears of War alongside Cliff Bozinski. And he also worked on the overall transmedia design for Gears of War franchise. And yes, the materious 10-year plan plus laughing face he's put on his swear. He also wrote the Ram Shadows DLC tied into the comics. That's a very good DLC. Also, the Niall Sampson New Hope Research Facility and Mount Kadar were all named and co-created by by Joshua. There is still more to be revealed. Niall's voice, after all the seeds of the proper narrative, take time to grow, don't they? So he's <laughs> basically, he's been heavily involved in Gears for a long time. And also, what... do you know what he was in recently? Dallas? No. EastEnders? No. Close. I'm not sure then. Witcher. Ooh. 
He was in the Witch Netflix series. That's funny, actually, because he's been suggesting that one of the characters from the Witcher series um, become part of the... He made suggestions on Twitter that one of the actors, I can't remember the name, from the Witcher TV series takes part in the game. Mm. Big official, mind. Just he's made suggestions. He also bet Pope for a pint. Who did? I say. Nice. He also follows a known fact. Now, everyone, he follows me on Twitter. That's well. So don't start swearing. No, no, he's put out loads of interesting polls. Like. You can't tell if he's actually taking it seriously or not, because obviously it's his personal account. But he's asked the fan base, would you like Gears of War 2 on PC? Clearly, I said yes. Um, he's asked... This is a controversial one. I mean, Barrett used to smoke... was originally supposed to smoke. And he's obviously... It's in the past now, but Rod Ferguson took responsibility for pulling him ever been able to smoke a cigar in the game out of the game and he, he the poll's winning it light it up uh, he's also put a poll up for Hammer of Dawning more, less more more's winning he's also put up uh, obviously a poll about Cliffy B returning obviously this probably won't happen I, I still want more of the swarm get levels you will because because it will happen. Because remember that the swarm was in the first one, the second one, the swarm kind of disappeared. Yeah, but you're in the swarm war currently. Gears Five is a swarm war. Yeah, but you know, I'm talking. I'm talking. You know, I'm talking about. You know, in the first one, they really pushed that swarm where you had to literally. You know, I like the fact that you had to go through areas that were dark, and if the moment it was a bit like, you know, what ironically it was, you know, it was like, um, what's the one with the rats recently? Um, the rats. Plague, oh, Plague. No, uh, yeah. It was it. It's like that. Where yeah, basically where you had to go from light to light, uh, otherwise you'd be torn to pieces. And oh, that was done. You mean you mean oh the krill, the krill. The krill, sorry, but well, I classified it as the swarm, but yeah, exactly, because it was the krill, I, think, yeah. I think it was mentioned as a swarm. It was like the swarm of krill. No, no, they were mentioned as the krill. Was it? So the krill. So he's mentioned that, not the krill, but he's he's put a poll up saying, and he, he's going to know the answer to this. But gears lean into the horror and darkness, or make yes, it colorful, yes, yes, or make it colourful and the lighter experience. Uh, no, questions, dark, hardcore, bring it on, or make it lighter. Currently, dark. Um, ninety-four percent hardcore, six percent make it brighter. Dark. No, it it it, it yeah, sold the story. The first, the first and second sold the story of a dark, dark city, dark war, and it really. And I said the krill, perfect example of that, where you literally you moved away from the light, you got torn to pieces, you know, and it yeah, just showcased yeah. off that. It showcased off that horrendous dark nature, um, and I'd like to say I'm back to that. It gets it's. It's become a little. It's again. Do you know what's happened again? It's become. It's the alien versus alien situation. It started off like a dark alien sort of story type where everything was more dark and moody and gritty, and it then slowly translated into more aliens, which was more action orientated. 
and lost that slight darkness are, to it. After Gears 3, you are completely right because it, one of his biggest questions that even I know your answer anyway uh, <laughs> Gears, monsters or robots? Monsters. Monst- monster Gibbs or robots wires? Clearly 93% most of monsters Gibbs is winning. So Don't get me wrong. The robots was a nice new, nice new touch. Much, but they're obviously he's using them towards. You can't tell if if he's because Gears and Fortnite. Oh God, Mr. Stubbs, would it be okay if I just go and grab a cup of tea? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I no still problem. say we should do a Gears first person. Oh no 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 no! It has to be third person. You can't upset. Yeah. Hardcore like me, you can't set people like that, mate. You've used a shotgun twenty four seven. You can't be really yeah. classify yourself as a hardcore. Yeah, no, you've ever touched you, so I can't. That is what hardcore use. Hardcore is the able to kill the, 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 the dancer gun. If you try and use lance gun, most of the time you die because of the shotgun. If you can't, you, you, you can actually do it with the lancer. You just I've need to. People with lancers, and it's always a good feeling when I get them. Get, oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, uh, also, sniper. You gotta give a good sniper. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, you are right. A good sniper. I'm terrible with a sniper. Yeah, but no, I it's take just, it. Just in general, it's, it's exciting because um, he something popped up in 2019, and recently the media have only just noticed. He joined us, I believe. He did. He joined the studio back in 2019. He did. Mm-hmm. And he could potentially have been working on entire Gears Six, and he and he asked that actual question: Would you like it to be called Gears Six or Gears of War Six? And clearly, Gears. I don't. I haven't got the poll up at the minute, but when I last looked, Gears of War Six was absolutely annihilated. People will call it Gears Six, but people want the game on the box and what the game's called to be called Gears of War Six. And it was Rod Ferguson who removed it because it's really weird. I think he wanted to get away from the fact they're at war, but they are at war. You know, you know what I mean? It's I think he was tying down with a few of the stories in the comics, and it's like... Uh, it was an 18th you know. certificate game, though. It's, it's not meant for children, so it shouldn't matter. You know exactly. I mean? uh, but, yeah, it will be uh, interesting days ahead. It will, it will. We'll have to see. I mean, hopefully go back to the dark, darker side, because one of the best characters in Gears 1, General Ram... General Ram, and he was the most, and it hasn't been in, in my opinion, since Gears One, there hasn't been a character as scary as him. Uh, the Berserker, no, the Berserker, the Berserker was scary. She was female, you know. Yep. But also, um, what was the reason? Because what did you do the very first time you saw her? You couldn't kill her. Yeah, exactly. You had yeah. to basically lure her into places and then try and get out of there because you didn't have again it was very much a horror thing wasn't it it was very much a survival aspect versus we just go all guns blazing and just basically and put some huge weaponry on her and hopefully she'll kill exactly but yeah it was uh we'll have to see i mean where it goes because gears obviously now since four and five is a lighter story it's very light um it's like the ro- the robots should have been used, but when they were turned on the humans, then that was a bit of an issue. That was I think silly. I think to be honest with you, it, it, it was it was a trend. Robots was trending at the time, so yeah. they said, "What's trending at the time? Robots. Let's put robots in the game." 
Yeah. And that's the thing. It trended. Where the, the biggest thing about Gears was it was a brand new IP. It was stuff we didn't... I mean, when you saw... You know, um, I can't think of this is how bad my my name. I, I'm really bad at names and, and uh, of of the monsters and gears, but the um oh god the, the spider character the big huge oh my god my oh, brain's going I can't think of it. There's that many names, you know. Exactly um, the huge big spider thing. I know what you mean. That's scary. When that it's... came out of the bloody um, ammonia, well yeah ammonia, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah the, the emulsion. Yeah, the emulsion. Absolute scared the crap out of you you know this was the sort of thing that worked really. also branching paths i want branching paths again the first one had branching paths and depending if you was playing co-op branching paths worked really well you remember the first one where you was on one side and he was on the other side and you had to cover your teammate on the other branching path yes yes i remember that yeah I do. because if you didn't if he didn't make it to a certain point, you wouldn't make it to a certain point. So basically, he was covering each other's backside, and it forced you to cover each other's backside from both sides because your path, you couldn't see what was coming. His path couldn't see what was coming, but you could see each other's uh, things that are attacking you. There's stuff like that, little little things like that you don't get anymore. you know. And I think they need to bring some of that back. They kind of need to look at the first one and go, what did everyone love about this? Take their ethos, whack it back in the six, and then hopefully, you know, and it doesn't have to be, take it wrong, it doesn't have to be, you know, the main characters. It can be completely different characters or, you know, the younger generation now. But if they made it, you know, pass the torch, but they need to keep bringing back that darkness still. They do, because Gears of War isn't, Obviously, Halo is the biggest staple Xbox has got, but it's it's definitely it's definitely one of their biggest IPs. Well, that was the thing that sold it. It, it was it, it was not Halo. It did not a Halo. Horde mode. I mean, Horde mode was my jam back in the day. The very first Horde mode, I was like, yeah. The problem <laughs> is, what they need is, and I'll be honest, what they, what these games need, and what. And what's obviously obviously Halo Infinite has made its mistakes in what it's done, but what it has done right to a degree is it recently I, I I've reinstalled it on my Xbox or moved it over to, pl- to try and play it. Is the concept of Forge mode now? What they should have done was they tried this the escape mode. They took a risk; it didn't pay off. But what they had in there has now been removed. They had a they had um an escape mode uh, map builder. Now, what they should have is like, like Forge, like Halo Infinite, but it, it's a it's a map builder for for Horde mode and and versus mode, and they could put what, for the gears. In. Yeah, for gears. So you can um, well, they, I, I, one of the things I think one of the reasons why it was the second one was so good in terms of the horde mode was that you didn't have the map. You had a, a map, but you, your defenses was the thing. And I think that worked. I mean, look at the defenses at, on five that worked really well. Still really did, you know, setting up defense, set up perimeters, set up the actual turrets. Oh, I understand. That. I just mean longevity. So studio don't keep having to pump out content. The community. Oh yeah. That's all I'm thinking about. Well, maps, uh, make your own maps. Work well, 
if you have a community that is passionate about it. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, um, they're very passionate. I mean, on PC, there, there is, there is. I have to find it. There is, there is actually games that somebody's remade. And it, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, is, but yeah. it's just one of those things. I, I don't know if it would work well with gears. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, to be honest with you, I think what I found that was always good about Gears One was that it was basically the prestige of getting to level 50 and surviving. Fair play. On hard co- and hardcore. Never, 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 never to survive 50 ways of horde. You know, because oh, hardcore... Or did, did I do 50 ways of horde for you? Well, there, was, there was hardcore easy. Oh, like, there's 50 ways of it easy. Then it was medium. And then there was hardcore. And if you got hardcore, I think you got some sort of special reward for doing it. And I tell you what, the amount of times that me and a group of friends would get to wave 49 and just be obliterated at that last bloody moment. It's like, God damn it. You know, it was a real proper challenge. You really, all, all everybody had to work to perfection as a team to make it happen. Um, and so when you did finally get to level 50, way 50 and complete way 50 on hardcore you did feel so much more you know you know it was a, such a big challenge and i think i think they can you know if they can kind of bring a little bit of that back i think it would work you um, need, to, you need to do something to keep the horde mode to, to keep it like as horde you just need to make it rewarding and the man with the cup of tea has returned i hope you've got pg tips I do. Good, because otherwise and I've got your picture will be misleading. I've got, and I've got two English muffins with um, jam. Nice. Muffins or scones? Yeah, Muff- scones. Muffins. Scones. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, you are right about Horde, but I, I just feel like they should have a map builder, that's all. Uh, I don't. This way, I don't say why. If you put it in there, I think it helps out. It helps out. It's hard I to think... play gears these days because the games like are not very nasty compared to Halo. Halo, you can just go and get a game. In gears, you've got to sit and wait. Yeah, I I stopped with Halo because the progression system was horrendous. Okay, I, 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 apparently it's got better. Yeah, I, I I've heard the same thing. I've heard up, to see. I'll get that trailer. Apparently, a major update's coming. That is, is yeah, and don't get me wrong, um, the it probably has, but it put me off. I mean, I, I mean, if you remember, I was touting. You were, you, yeah, you I was touting. You were fanboying for it. You were like the. Beta I was fanboying on the beta. It like... was perfect. It, they just nailed down that risk reward and a good amount of rewards for progression, and then when it released, the rewards were all locked off behind paywalls. And I was like, and the stuff that was there that you could get was worthless. It was like, not interested. Oh, I've got, I've got, you know, level 20 shoulder pad, level 30 shoulder pad, level 40 knee pad. I was like, not interested, mate. I'm not interested. So I, I just literally stopped playing it because it was like, there's nothing there to kind of keep me interested. So it was a shame, really. Well, hopefully this big, massive update, like in this trailer, that they get things right because 
they've got like people like Ains from Season Game and giving feedback and a lot. If they watch a lot of these guys, what the community wants and and the all the information is there to how to make it a great game. They just got it. See, Forge Mode was was it's, uh, it's not that simple, like you can say to do. No, no, it's but not. The uh, biggest thing I I enjoyed about Halo was its stupidity. <laughs> Literally was its stupidity. You could make, I mean, the biggest, funniest moments I had with my friends were doing stupid things. We worked out that I, someone could tag me with about four or five grenades. I could jump into a into a grav lift, get myself stuck in the middle. Someone would go straight up into it, and I'd take out a whole load of people. Stupid stuff like that, where you used the map and worked around the map and just did silly stuff. You know, uh, like this, for instance, bedroom, that would be an absolute fun experience. But it's got, you know, and, and they kind of should have done that from the off. I said they should have done that from the off. Um, and unfortunately, for people like me, it's like, I'm too busy now to go back to it. <laughs> I mean, it's like when I used to go to Mr. Tucci's uh, community game nights and what he'd set up a private, this was not in Halo Infinite, in uh, MCC, and literally he'd bust the map. Like, it'd be rocket launcher only, and it would yeah. literally it'd be nearly breaking point. It would be. But it was fun. But, it but was. that was it, yeah. we Or you know, all, a map where everyone had a hammer going around, as we would do, whoop chang It was like bashing the hell out of each other and trying to see if we can get, how high we can get each other. You know, mm. silly stuff. It was the silly stuff that made Halo the most funnest things. Or how? Okay, how about getting a a, a vehicle stuck in a stairwell? <laughs> yeah. How many? Do you remember? It's a meme, but it was the thing we used to do. We used to try and dram that bloody vehicle right into the stairwell, set a whole load of detonation charges, wait for someone to go, "What the hell?" And then that's it, taking out half the team. <laughs> silly little stuff like that, and. It's just, and, and unfortunately, the progression for me killed it. And I said that was the biggest thing for me. I, I was so disappointed when I first played it. I really was. One thing you have to say about Halo Infinite, though, even today, is when you buy like a season pass in Halo in, um, in Fortnite, it just lasts that season. But if say you you buy you buy one in in Halo, it doesn't run out. It, see, it's there until you complete it. Yes. See, that's the thing. I just don't. I I, I don't even play Fortnite because I'm not interested oh, in. I'm not interested yeah. in the uh, into the season passes. If if all the stuff that you really want is stuck behind a season pass, and none of that is even remotely in the, uh, the in the main game, just rewards for playing the game. I'm not interested. It's one of the reasons why I mentioned about the Mass Effect multiplayer because it had yeah. some fantastic rewards. And they, uh, you could earn, you could literally grind for, and it was like, I want that character. Because in, in Mass Effect, they would actually give you characters with different abilities and different things. And then you could you know, learn you know, different weapons, you'd get different color schemes. And it's like, I want that character. I want that color scheme. So I'm going to sit here and grind for the next three days and to get it. And it was there. Okay, it took you a while, but you got it in the end. Um and if they can't do that, it didn't. It didn't feel like that in Halo. It was just like pay the season pass, and then you can get it. You'll still have to grind slightly, but pay for the season pass. And I'm like, mm, no. 
Fair enough. Have you got any thoughts on Halo VJ? Were you ever a big Halo person, or did you even have you ever tried Halo Infinite before? Do you have any memories like like um, removable has with, with Halo? Hang on, he's gone again. He's, he's gone for his muffins. He's, he's eating his muffins. But no, um, I, I'm going to jump in again and give it another go. Oh, I really, uh, yeah, let me know how it is. Let me know it is. I haven't completed the campaign. There's no surprise to anyone that knows me. Completing games is not my forte. <laughs> you you enjoy you enjoy the time with your games, whether it's you know finish it or not. Well, I finished Yakuza Zero and Kiwami. I finished them, so there must be something about these Japanese games. I, I, it's a, yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's um, it's a it's a unique experience. Anyway, you got you got your PC now, so you won't be playing on Xbox at all now. No, you won't be playing, playing Gears. You'll be, you'll be playing on PC now. You'll be playing loads of indie games on PC. I've been playing Steam World Dig Two. That's a not bad game, but I will be trying to play it more. I'm just currently sorting an issue out. I am because I'm not happy with it. Might might cost me this issue to to get a different box and get something. I'm seeing what I can do. It's my fault for not investigating about airflow and so on. For those who don't know what he's talking about, um, Stubbs brought a PC and brought a very tight case yeah, for his it's lovely it's brand it's new PC. So it's therefore, it's basically overheating. Yeah. It's not. It's not to the point where it's. Um, but longevity, it might break it in the end. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, too much uh, heat. It's gonna really take the side panel off for the yeah. moment being. Just the... bearing in mind, this is only when I'm gaming on like gears, gears games like that. It's not now. It's it's cool. It's cool as anything. The PCs now, it's fine. It's when I'm gaming. Yeah, but I would say is like take that. take take get yourself a removal side panel if you really want, or just take the side panel completely off and put uh, like you know. Yeah, he takes two bolts. I've got two bolts on the side. I can actually pull the panel off. Oh, that's what that is. Just yeah, just slide the panel off. Then there you go, done. But now I'm going to see what they say. They might help me out. I might. I'm going to see what they say. It's going to cost anyway, but I'm going to see if they can do anything. It's worth a, worth a go into it to see to see if there's anything they can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You might be able to put a little ladder, put a little hinge on it, or something, so you can just flick the door open. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to have a word with them anyway. My own fault. The one area I didn't investigate it was the case. Well, I'm up it, eh? I'm a muppet. You know, but it's one of them learning experiences, and that's why I don't have a PC because it's like, do you know what? I don't want to. Get... <laughs> well, have oh. I investigated it? This is a fatal error on my part. I should have. This should should have been a problem. It's my oh no, it's just oh, I've just said I've got a work PC and I've dealt that's with the work PC numerous times. It's like, oh. do you know what? It's my hands like a claw. DJ, are you back now? Hello. How are the muffins? Uh, I finished them, and I has a and a handful of walnuts as well. Fair enough. Um, have you had? Have you ever played Halo Infinite? Any experiences with, with any Halo games? Cause... I I've played Halo sort of really sort of many 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 moons ago, and then I never played it after that. And then I played um, lots of Gears of War, but Halo Infinite campaign I did complete. Did you? Yeah, probably about ninety percent of it, maybe ninety five. And uh, I enjoyed it. And it's um, solid. Okay. And I thought I thought there was supposed to be additional sort of um, or DLC for campaigns. But, uh, that's all uh, been canned. Yeah, so that's uh, 
that's quite disappointing to be honest with you but you know like removable saying at the top of the show you know there's so much content that we've got in our back backlog that we can go and play um but um the halo infinite campaign does stick out in my mind i i did enjoy it you know not groundbreaking in any sense um mm. perspective or a visual perspective from a sound perspective from a design perspective but it, it um but it was fun which i suppose is probably the number <laughs> number one aspect of a game you've got to get right and uh, if you don't believe me ask the guys that made Callisto Pro- oh, protocol callisto protocol protocol yep there you go i don't get you wrong callisto protocol is fun it's just not scary i think it was touted as the next scary thing mm. And that's the problem with it. It's it's I said it, it's leans more towards aliens rather than alien. Basically, what you're saying is that um, Stubbs Gaming has no excuse but to pick it up, complete it, and then tell us all about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or play this one. This yeah, this <laughs> this game here is all... looks good. Looks very good. It it it's it's. <sighs> It's a it's a it's a game that I must admit I did not expect for me did, to. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the one that we? Is, is this not the one we first looked at on Midweek Gaming? Is this something different? No, that's that's you're looking. This is something different. I think this is a. Uh... What is this? Is this Wulong? Yeah, it's a similar yeah. name though, isn't it? It's you're you're it, you're thinking of. Uh... Oh my god. Can't even think it, it was a very good looking game. It is, and it's still in development, and I think yeah. it's still it is going to come out. It's what's the one with the ears had like a lot of really good fur. Oh my god, it's Wu Tang, not Wu Tang, not Wu Tang. Something like that. But this game looks nice. It does. It, the, the demo. I tell you what. Okay. As someone who, I mean, I'm not a, a big Souls fan, so hence the fact that I when I got into Elden Ring with uh, VJ, I was surprised myself. I'm definitely um, not playing Elden Ring. Are you thinking of Black Myth or something like that's that? It. That's it. Black, Black Myth. Myth. That's yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, uh, when he said fur, and I thought of the Monkey King. <laughs> that's exactly that was it. That's what I was trying to think of fur. Um, my brain, for some reason, has random. It, it just picks little random things and it just locks onto it <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I played the demo of this and I absolutely uh, was really impressed with it. it. It's, it's, it's all about parry and dodge. And this game here teaches you very quickly how to parry and dodge. And that's something I never really was able to, it took me a while, even with Elden Ring to parry and dodge, but this game, did help me out with that and it is from the creators of near one and near two and i've never played either of them to be honest with you because they're, they're not on i don't think they're on an xbox are they um i think they're playstation only's uh titles um but yes i i am looking forward to this is out on game pass i played the demo i've completed the demo and i was just like it's something i really enjoyed now and i think masuku Played the, the, the yeah, it's out at the moment. Yeah, it also, um, it's a little bit hard uh, until you get faster after the first boss, and then after the first boss, you get into co-op. Yeah, I've never played that though. I've never Have played them. No, played that. Oh, no, 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 no. I've never played either of them. I think they're a PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, they're oh. um, and. Uh, it's it's a different take on I'd say the Dark Souls genre. It's a different, slightly different way of get going around it, but I found it enjoyable. Um, 
for me, I found it enjoyable, and I didn't think I would. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to this one. This is one I'm probably going to get. You um, can get a review, Co. Come on. Is it not coming to Game Pass? <laughs> it is coming to Game Pass, oh, yes. Oh, that's how. I oh, see. So, um, but to be honest with you, I might buy it as well. Mm. Because I played the demo and I was like... Free, free, really, free, free. That's a good date. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really, it's really, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to convince VJ to play the demo so he can... Um, See what he's like. He hasn't done it yet. No, no. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, um, I just find these some of the visual design for um, sort of these dynasty settings a little. I don't know. Even when it comes to Korean dramas, um, you know, in, in the sort of thirteenth um, <clears throat> century or fourteenth century age, I just, I, I don't know. There's just something that repels me about the design and the and the clothing and every. I don't know what it is. I I, I can't tell you. Maybe you just uh, don't like it. That's fine. That's fair enough. Maybe, That's maybe just like in a past life, I was you know perhaps you know hung, drawn, and quartered. In perhaps in that age, and who knows, right? Enough. Yeah, that. that's so, fair enough. No, that's very very fair enough. That's you know. Fair enough. That is. But um, I do like the visual quality that's on display, and it is in Game Pass. And I have tried the Neo games as well. Um, Did you so enjoy them? They, I can't say I, I super enjoyed them. I, I just think that some of the the character designs are like a little bit over the top for me. And mm. uh, well, that's what I said. Try the demo, and then you wouldn't have to mess around with the actual. Um, the yeah. main game the demo itself gives you level one and level part of level two yeah. from what i've heard so it should give you a good indication the neo games are quite tough but then you could say that about all the um sekiro right but but sekiro is a lot tougher than bloodborne and um and then it's and the only reason i haven't bought it because it's like <laughs> yeah so i don't know where this sits in terms of ninja gaiden uh, in terms of Neo and uh, Wulong, I don't know where it sits in the in the hierarchy of difficulty in terms of. Those I well, put it this way: I, I, you know me. I'm not a big Souls fan. Um, I'm slowly getting into Souls genres. I've played a, uh, the thing that got me into the Souls-like games was actually the indie game Soul versions that, would, that would slightly helped me understand what you need to do, and then. Elden Ring was probably my biggest jump to Souls genre. And then this is now, again, this is now kind of put me a little bit further into it. And I get, I enjoyed it, but it doesn't mean everyone else will. No, no, it's, um, I think for these type of games, whether they're from, from software, whether they're from uh, Team Ninja slash Koei, um, I, I think these are sort of games you can't just jump in and out of if you're going to play it like Elden Ring for example you've got to not only jump in and play it and get into it you've actually got to dial yourself into these sort of games and stick with it mm-hmm. um, because if you it's like if you if you if you stay away from it for a few days you know you might find yourself really finding it you know once you, you know what I mean you may not be dialed in at your peak that's um, right, yeah, and, yeah, uh, and that's 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 the issue. That's the problem I had with a little bit of Elden Ring. It's like going back to it, and you're like, <laughs> "What does this all do?" <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. What did I do that for? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I will say about Elden Ring. The 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 ghosts helped fundamentally. Yeah, 
um that was a really good nice thing and that's what i like about this one because you can call in npc characters to back you up so it's another Ooh. yeah so you can actually call in npc characters to back you up and they will they will stay with you until they die that's so um, that was the that was the tactic that i used for elden ring that was the tactic i used for elden ring. <laughs> I just don't think there was enough NPCs to actually support me throughout the whole game. That's the only. Have a fight a boss battle with the uh, with the boss missing half of its limbs because that would have probably made it a little bit easier for. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a strange one. Have you beat Code Vein from Suku's asking? I have. Well, there you go. I'm gonna. Have a yeah, I, I, this it was. This was again another. Um, would I classify Code Vein as an indie title? I think I would. And again, it was again that was one of the very rare Souls-like games I actually got through, enjoyed. Because that's another one that has a system where you can back out yourself with an NPC character. So the idea of Code Vein is that you are your own character, but you have as you go through the story, you have multiple characters, NPC characters, and each has their own special powers, effectively. So you could have one who's a huge heavy hitter. You'd have one who's a sniper, huge one who's could be, you know, that, uh, that hits and retains, uh, hits and, and, and gets back again. And you can flick on the fly between those uh, at your home base and then go out and do the mission. And also it's anime very much as, as uh video i'm a big anime fan um and so this was like i was playing a dark souls anime and i was like right i'm gonna i'm going to stick with this i'm glad i did because i actually got the best ending i don't know how the hell i managed it um and i'm hoping they do a code vein too i absolutely adore it it's a really good game the same thing for scarlet nexus it's not um it's not Dark Souls, but it's, it's it's also a very good, another very good anime game, if you're into that sort of thing. I'd recommend that. It's also, um, it's uh, it's, a, it's a unique game. I'm trying to think of what, what, what would I classify Scarlet Nexus as. Oof. I would say it's a bit more like God of War. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, God of War in terms of the battle sequences where you go in and then you can swing around and throw things at people. And then when you get to a boss battle, it's, it, it goes into almost like some close quarters QTE sort of situation. Uh, but that's another good one. Uh, I think they've also got another demo for Scarlet Nexus on the Xbox as well. So if you want to try that, would recommend it, you know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, again, it's, I, I, it's weird because I keep saying to people, I'm not a Stark Souls fan. And then when I look at the games I've played, I'm like, I probably could classify myself now as a Dark Souls fan. I've, I've, I've had about <laughs> six or seven Dark Souls-esque sort of games I've actually played and completed. So maybe I am. I just didn't realize it. <laughs> Who knows? It's, you know, ever-changing tastes. Definitely. Definitely. It's interesting to hear you've played some Souls games. I wouldn't dream of touching Elden Ring. But what I'm interested, VJ, here, is this your picture you've always used? Because I don't remember them boxes ever being in the picture. 
Oh no, I added the boxes because I was. Oh, it's a new picture. No, no, it's the same picture. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always been the same. You numpty. I always, always... Remember, just remember the cup of tea, but now I've noticed those. Two no, boxes. I think what it is is probably zoomed out slightly. That's probably what he's done. But um, I was I was just curious what what Masuka was saying. He said, "I sting me badly." When got the bad ending on Bioshock. Yeah. One, two, or three. I suspect first one. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all. Oh well, I enjoyed them. Yeah, but you know, if you got the bad ending on Bioshock, it probably oh. was a sting. Oh, I don't know about that. I just did. Did you not get? Have you ever? Did you ever? Because it was. Did you ever get the bad ending for Bioshock? I don't know what you have to do to get bad endings because I spent so many hours with kill, them kill the to kill the girls. Oh, I don't know if I did that or not. If you killed the girls instead of saved them, oh, I you got the bad that. ending. I, I yeah. saved. I saved them. I yeah, so you got the good ending. Trust me, if you see, if you do the bad ending, <laughs> mm, because it does kind of lean you towards the fact that you should kill these kids, and actually, it's like you quickly find out actually they you, know, you shouldn't. <laughs> but if you did, a, I can't think of a video game where I've played all the way through. And uh, the the endings had much of a bearing on me. I've just thought, wow, that was a great game. I've, the ending never really, no, no game really sits with me, and I can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head now. Not even Elden Ring. Oh. I don't know. I thought I thought the game itself was just so fantastic, and then by the time I got to the end, I thought, you know what, my God, I was like, I need to move on with my life. And just, you like, you was telling me that you was like, that's it. I've, 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 I can't go back to this game. It's taken too much of my time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spend another two hundred hours playing that game. I got, I got to play something else. You know? that, was, that was his biggest gripe was that he felt guilty not playing other games. He's, got, he's had too much value out of that money. Too I, much I value. tell you what, and that Elden Ring I got through Game Pass. You, got, I got through Game Pass points. I actually, actually. Oh right, okay, sorry. Right. Sorry, I actually didn't get through. Game, yeah, got through the Game Pass point system. I actually bought that using the Game Pass point system. Uh, the actual, you know, point no, system. It's what it's there for. How many points? I tell you, it was. So ten thousand points is about. 10, no, I was. So I was going to ask how many points on average on a monthly basis do you guys accumulate on just on average? Nowhere as much as you, Jesus I Christ. Accumulate about six hundred points a day now. Because I play, I play on PC too, uh, I I can I can five fifty a day for me, and that's yeah. because I do mobile and PC. I do mobile and well, you want about searches? I do the. If you get an achievement a day, you get fifty points as well. Um, Can't be yeah. yeah. I get the multiplayer. I play Gears once a day on the PC, so it helps. Two hundred fifty points just playing just playing a more multiplayer game. On PC, right? yeah. But can anyone with Game Pass Ultimate that's got access to a PC do that? Yeah. It doesn't have to be Gears. It just says play with friends. Yeah. I, I just go onto Gears and play one match and that pops it. Interesting. Even though I, a lot of the time I do click on the quick start, beginner, there's like a co-op, there's like a player versus um, AI bit where you mainly play against bots, but it still classes it, classes it as a multiplayer with friends match. But that's, that's including a PC or a laptop, right? A Windows laptop, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, you can do that on I wonder if you, I wonder if you could do that over the cloud. Would that classify it? You could try it. It has to be a Game Pass, uh, Game Pass multiplayer game. 
you could try that. That'd be very. That would be interesting to know if that would work. Because I've never heard of that over here, but I mean, I might just pop onto my missus. Is uh, so what you do on the Xbox where you see all the points is if I don't know if you've got, I oh, know you, you wouldn't, that's a silly question. So, well, where you see is is on the Xbox um game pad, uh, the official Xbox app on your mobile, but I know you've probably not got that. I, I'll um, tell you what, I've, I've got my wife's mobile, I've got a game pass, sorry. I've got the Game Pass, it's an, but it's a it's an iOS device. You see, that's why I was asking that. Like, if, mm. if I put up my wife's um, a Windows, she's got a Windows PC. So, do I need to download an app, or do I just go into my? Yeah, for Windows PC, you just download the Xbox app on your Windows PC, and that's it. Is it a Game Pass app or just Microsoft Xbox? Okay. Or... It's actually... uh, I think it's Game Pass. If I'm no, correct, it's, not. it's actually the Xbox app. Is it? Okay. Hang on, I'm on the I'm on the PC. That's you sure? Is. Because I thought there's one for the Game Pass Ultimate, which means you can play ga- cloud yeah, games yeah. over it. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with the PC. Ultimate PC offers it. has become now. <laughs> I'm booting up the Xbox app as we speak. Hang on. Because oh, I yeah. thought the Xbox app was to do with uh, remote no, access, so remote you, play. So if you go on Xbox, the Xbox app that is Game Pass, it will be it will boot you into Game Pass. Then you can also click cloud computing on there as well. It's all one. We, it, you can see the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate app, but when you click it in the Windows Store, it wants it asks you if you want to buy Game Pass. That's all it does. Uh, there, is, there, is a, there is a companion app too. That's probably what it is, then because. I'm, I use mobile a lot, as most people don't know. Um, and so I've got both. So one for the Xbox app helps me do remote access to my Xbox. And I can play, uh, basically, it mirrors the Xbox dashboard and all the games that I can play over on the internet. Or if I play the games. Ah, this is so interesting. For... is saying that you can run the cloud through the browser. So oh, yes, 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 yes. You yes, browse yes. on your phone with a Game Pass VJ could do it as long as you do it in your browser, VJ. You could do it on yeah, iOS. I, uh, the thing is, what it is, is that I've got a MacBook. So when I go into my browser, even the Edge browser, and I go into Xbox, then it will say X Cloud. And then I get into the X Cloud uh, beta um, Game Pass service. It doesn't give me my dashboard or anything like that. Or no, anything. you, you need to go into. Point yeah, you need, you need to go into your Xbox Game Pass application. Um, I don't think that's available on MacBook. No. Mm. You could do it via web browser, though. Yeah, you could do it by browser. Probably just need the link. Yeah, probably just need the link. Um, It's worth trying. Indie Gamer, how you doing? The Indie Gamer. I tell you what, I'm going to put something on for Indie Gamer. I'm going to put a video on for him. All right. Should have put in. Is it Edith Finch? No. I had it on earlier. I know which one you're putting on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yes. So, um, yeah, this is just speaking of Indie Gamer. If you didn't know, me and Indie Gamer will be going to WASD or W A S D. uh, uh, So, if you are there, come say hi. Uh, you probably won't know. You probably won't be able to spot me because I'm very inconspicuous most of the time. But indie gamer stands out. Like you know, there's a lot, a lot of girls hang around indie gamers. So you'll be able to find him out, no problem. 
How about that, indie baby? How about that? Silk Song. Coming this year, apparently. We will see. So, yeah. Are you looking forward to Silk Song, VJ, when it eventually releases? Yeah, definitely. I I think that's kind of nailed on. If they... If they release it this year, I'm I'm not sure what the plans are for that game. I'm so out of touch, but um, but yeah. And I do want to say you've given other games uh, uh, far more uh, airtime than you in terms of trailer views on on your channel today than you have Silk Song. So this this should loop at least ten times from here on out. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep looping this. I will for now. It will keep the indie game up anyway. Welcome, a friendly pest. Welcome back for the dead. Thanks for popping in. Does the stream look all right, Indy? I know you've been previously, uh, when I've tried videos, it's gone wrong. Does the video look all right on the stream? Uh-uh. I think it looks, I think it looks, from my perspective, it looks good, but I think that you he might will get tell a, me. He, you he might will get, tell me. If it, if I don't know good. about Indy, but you will get an email from um, Team Cherry, you know, maybe perhaps pointing yep. out a few things. Yeah. Please, please be aware that unfortunately, uh, uh, for those who have just come in, Stubbs' PC is overheating it's because not, he not because basic because he's basic. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Well, not now, but uh, he was when he plays games. It overheats because he's brought a very very small case with no airflow in it. <laughs> a little bit of airflow. It's like a fire engine in the background. It's basically it's like an it's like an asthmatic case. It, it's, it's wheezing. <laughs> Just take yeah, the side off. Thirty-six degrees, it's fine. It's getting eighty-five. It was when I was. Yeah, there. but that doesn't help if you decide to, you know, put gears on. Then all of a sudden, it blows up. You know. I'm, I'm sorting that out. I am. Just take the side panel off and let some flow in it. That'd be fine. Yeah. Well, is, is that a real game or just? Oh, he's trying to back from the dead. He's trying to wind indie gamer up. I'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are my date. What do you mean? Is I'm not. You're not. Of course, you're my date at West. Who else is going to be your date, Luke? <sighs> Luke is actually trying to attend this time. Uh, no, sorry, I don't know if he's going to. He work. is attending. He is attending. Okay. Yeah. When is this um, removable? Uh, it is the end of March, beginning of April. Uh, it's basically what was the originally the EGX res. Um, it's in the same place, the same premise, but um, EGX kind of bottled out, uh, probably due to numbers and the COVID. Is this, and in, w- is this, in, is this in London? It is, yeah. Uh, Canary Wharf. Um, and then, then it's basically a, a new group of people took it over, and now it's called WASD. Yeah, I know Canary Wharf well. Indie Gamer keeps trying to say hello to you, VJ, in chat. Hello. Hello. Hello, sir. He was so excited when the Hollow Knight news came out, and he's like, I can't get hold of VJ. He needs to come on and talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I'm sure we'll invite you on at some point. He will when uh, I'm near the time Hollow Knight comes out, Silk Song. Yeah, I'm just looking at Silk Song now on on the screen, and. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not a connoisseur of indie games, but I mean, I do obviously see a lot of indie games because I, I sort of hop onto Steam and stuff like that and have a look around and so on and so forth. But there just isn't anything that um, that I've seen as good as the attempts may have been uh, or pretenders to the throne. There just isn't 
there just isn't something as um, as special. Um, I think there is. Yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. That there is. I've noticed this as well, and probably indie may as well. There is seems to be uh, Hollow Knight esque games that have a very similar vibe coming through now. <laughs> you can definitely see the influence. Let's just say like, that. I'll tell you what it's like. It was like after Bruce Lee passed away, right? And you have had 500 actors imitating him. <laughs> in different yeah. from it is. I was just you like... Know, there's none of them quite hit the mark, right? So, I just look at some of these some of these trailers. It's like, that looks very much like Hollow Knight style. It's like, that looks awesome. It's like, it's another one. I was like, hang on a minute. So... Um, I mean, not which is good, not to disrespect them. They, they may be really great games in their in their own right, but um, they're all pretenders to the throne, as far as I can see. Not in terms of what I've experienced. So let me just make that really clear before I get beaten up. Okay. Don't get wrong. The, the, yeah, it's and it's good that the style has influenced so many indie developers and uh, they're now putting their own take to it, you know. You know I, will say, I will say there is something to be said for the fact that I know everyone's looking for their next sort of silk song fix in terms of these other games that are out there that you can play. Um, and in some ways I'm glad I haven't played other games that are perhaps you know, in the similar style or genre or, or in the, you know. The so it doesn't taint, taint your expectations? Not, 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 just, not just, not the taint. No, 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 not, not taint. I, I think that, I, I have to say, no, no, actually, you make a good point there. That might be it, but it's making the heart grow fonder. So when this game actually does hit, it would have been so long ago that I played Hollow Knight. It's like my whole, uh, my, you know, my. Back my, to the beginning yeah. again. Not not just back to the beginning, but it's like um, okay, you know what? I I have such an appetite for this game, and I just want to get completely lost in it. I haven't been playing platformers for for a very long time, as so I've been playing other types of genres, and it's like it'll be just completely fresh again, you know. And yeah. uh, it's not like I've been sort of slogging away at sort of side scrolling games similar to it, you know, in difficulty or style or, or pretense. Uh, but it'll be just like you know what? I'm completely and utterly ready for this game. You know, there's been enough time between this and completing the original, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's why I said. That's why I said I it's not taint, as in, as in, like you know, an insult to the guys who are dealing, who do, who are doing these types of games. But it is. No, no, I, I think no, no. I think taint is the right word because you could find a mechanic in another similar game that you really, really latch onto, and you've played this game, and it's absolutely brilliant, and you miss just that something else that you experienced somewhere else. If that makes mm. sense, you know. It's like, yeah, maybe, no, maybe, think, yeah. I know you don't mean it in a derogatory or derisory way, but it's just you, you know what you kind of know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's one of those things. It's um, there's something to be said for it. I'm not saying that's just you're stealing yourself. It's like it's like a dessert at the end of a good meal. You're stealing yourself for it. You don't want to. You want making space. You mean yeah? Not, yeah, not, you're basically sausage. <laughs> you want to you want to savor the experience so you don't want to put anything that's similar to it so you want to so you can fully you know fully savor the experience that's coming towards you i i, I saw i saw what uh, i i agree with you uh removal but i just saw this comment from indie gamer there's there are so many incredible uh metroidvanias mm -hmm. this year after other than silksong uh but i'm already enamored with um hollow knight and uh that is indy's fault by the way just so we make that absolutely abundantly clear for everybody listening and so so yeah and and indy knows like i think an hour or two hours into the game you know i came across uh hornet and uh I, indy will know this right because i said to him i said my god i've just come across hornet 
we need a game with her in it, right? And this is before Silk Song was announced, right? I was talking to India about it. I said, I've just come across this character. She should have her own game. And um, Team Cherry must have. No, she has. And here it is. And uh, it looks incredible. It's such a charming game. And. and I think they just made an absolute, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I was just kidding when I said that, you know, Team Cherry heard me because they probably already had it, you know, designed, you know. Was you on the show where, where Indie Gamer had Team Cherry's PR chap on? Were you, were you on that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Indy was, really was, was really kind enough to invite me onto that show. That he doesn't show very often want. invite me onto any show, but that was a good one. Just kidding, just kidding. He's VJ wrote, he says VJ wrote the future with his passion. Yeah, he knows I was fell in love with Hornet as soon as I came across a brilliant, brilliant character. Because I because you know Indy, right? Every every day, every hour of every day, you say, right, I want an update, I want to know the screenshots, I want the videos, I want to know exactly where you are so I can check your progress. Otherwise, there'll be detention. And I have to make you go back. So that's play. where you and got it from, Louise. Otherwise, so I'm that, going to go back and play Rise of the Robots on the Mega Drive again. That's why you got it from where he's playing Elden Ring. I want the videos. I want the locations. Where oh, are you? Are you sure? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you kept saying to me, where's this? What have you done? I was like, oh, great. Come on. It's like, in some, in some cases, he's like saying, I was like, I haven't done anything. I haven't had chance to. It's like, come on, chop, chop. I've done, I'm up here now. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I don't know if any of you two have played Hollow Knight. Um uh, but I have I, tried to. Yep, yep, that's right. Your best buddies with moss bag, right? Going to get you the pillow and the t-shirt and, and the um, duvet. But, I, I but, know. Uh, but I need to give them all the tries. Yeah, Ruby. If you Stubbs definitely tried it, and uh, props to him for it. And but Ruby, well, I, I, I know you've got a billion not long games. Enough, but Indy probably ten minutes or more. Those these sort of games, as we were saying earlier, like Elden Ring, you can't just jump in and out. You've got to dial, you've got to be disciplined enough to dial yourself in. And um, I, I don't know how much you enjoyed. Um, I don't know how much you enjoyed Elden Ring removable, and, and you know obviously because we haven't really mm. talked how much we both enjoyed it, but it, like in real detail. But if I can just say that uh, the, the Hollow Knight experience was uh, was phenomenal for me, right? It really opened my eyes. Yeah. yeah. So, I was forever grateful to Indie Gamer for introducing me to that game. Um, and since then, just nothing's come close in terms of that type of game, right? Other than, you know, Elden Ring and some Persona 5 Royale that we, and so on and so forth that we've talked about. So, so I, I, can't, I can't speak highly enough of it, uh, Removable. It is. It's one of those things. Uh, this is the thing that I, I struggle. I really do struggle is finding time to really sit down and i think we've mentioned this already previously in the show in the chat is like sit down and just find i don't know 180 hours to really thoroughly go through and enjoy it's so, game. It's, it's, see, for someone like you it's it's so cerebrally intelligent and i'm talking about the game here uh which says a lot about the human species but the point is is that someone like you would really appreciate it is super appreciate it you know, it is, of- it's, it's, I can understand it, and it's just one of the. I was surprised I got the amount of time I did with Elden Ring, because that was, and even then, you I saw was- how I struggled with that, trying to find time, because it was literally, you was like, it was like, it's literally, we first started off, and I was like miles ahead of you, and then that was like after about one week, and then literally, I think it was about three days after. It's like, oh, I've, I'm here. I'm like, I haven't even started that area yet. You're like, what? You were miles ahead of me. And it's like, and that's the problem. When it's yeah. it's 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 a crux of 
young family life, reviewing games, and that is a, a privilege. It's not a crux. When it comes to review again, it's a privilege to review games, but it's 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 a crux for time, <laughs> I, I think, I think and then obviously work as well. I think there's three things. There. I think Elden Ring, the fact that both of us were playing it and spending time chatting to each other, basically kept us both in check that we would both go on and to complete it. Because I think if I wasn't chatting to you, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have finished it. And I think and I suspect, people... yeah, maybe you know that's it's one of those things. It's just you kind of need to experience it. Yeah. together and push each other forward which is i suspect which is, which, which is what indy did didn't he that's what he did to help you do you remember when i got to the lakes and i said to you and i called and i said look you know what this is so overwhelming i might just pack it in yes that's and, right and i've actually got a notepad here with about 20 pages of all of my little drawings of the maps the locations and my notes i've got them all here still and uh, I went. Out yeah, and you are super super Methodical, honestly, you- this guy is like if if you've ever sit down with VJ, as I said, he the guy has like a little mini encyclopedia of where things were, what yeah. he's basically done, where he's kind of got it from, and he asked me to say, so well, how do you know where you've been? I'm like, I just don't. I just wander <laughs> around, and it's like I might recognise a tree. It's like, oh yeah, I've been here. Or I don't. I've not been here. You know, it's I've got like drawings I, and everything. I got little drawings yeah. of that, and I tried to split everything up into quadrants. I was so these fired shots at you. Removal fired shots. Removal <laughs> is outside of the indie games club, looking through the window until he's played the goat, goat Hollow Knight. Lol. I'm too busy playing all the thousands of other individual little game individual <laughs> the non-existent the hidden gems out okay. there. Let's ask you this removable. Okay, look, look. So you know that indie gamer. It's indie and, game has to do. And, uh, it was. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 let's let's talk about this right now because indie gamer probably would have said this if he was on this panel anyway, right? Now, Masuko, the friendly pest, I'm assuming, and um, the indie gamer. As a minimum, right, and I'm sure there's others in the the community in the chat. Myself um, are all going to play Silk Song pretty much when it comes out. So I don't know if we can make a pact, perhaps of sorts, that we all play it. I am um, just putting it out there. Don't shoot me. <laughs> actually, sorry to correct you, uh, but it's actually still in Game Pass. Oh, is it? Yep. I thought they got rid of. It. I thought. I thought I'm, I had I'm in the Game Pass app on my phone. Oh, I, I thought they literally think. I'll translate for removable. Bugger. They're flaming hell. Still got it in there. Chuffing heck. Over it. They got rid of it. No, no. Literally, I'm sure someone said to me, it was gone. It was, it was I'm sure someone said to me, uh, it was, it was stop, leaving stop, a month stop, ago stop, or something stop, like that. And I was like, oh, okay. The indie game rang up. I said, I can't have that. It's staying. It's Octopath Traveler. I think that's leaving tomorrow, uh, which might, you know. It uh, is Octopath some, Traveler. But can we make mm. a pack that all of us will play Silk Song? That's that's what gets the question. I've got to make it. I've got to go start playing Hollow Knight, the first one. Again. Well, not necessarily. From what I've heard of, an indie oh, game will be able to tell me. Isn't Silk Song a completely separate? Yes, yes, you are right. I can. Tell so you, you don't necessarily need to play the first no. one no. to play to get the experience the second. So no. it is is can that you, is. Can you imagine the podcast we could have with all of us, right? With indie gamer, right? Uh, playing Silk Song together, incredible! I, Did you ask? He wouldn't do podcasts. 
this is indie gamer. If he's playing Silkscon, he's not going to mess around doing videos or podcasts when that game's around. He'll be gone in a cave. We won't see him for about three, three to four months. He'll be calling me and you. He'll be checking in on stubs. He'll have spy cameras. He'll be, he'll he'll be just... He'll be like... shining down on you, spotting down on your, on your house to make sure you've got a controller in your hand. He'll be like a bunker. He'll be, he'll be locked in. And you won't see him for six months, oh, and then he'll come you out. Don't play the first one; the game will block you when you try along silk <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? There was a game from uh, Virgin on the Mega Drive, and I think it was called Megalomania. And when you tried to mm. put that game into uh, a foreign uh, Mega Drive, uh, to a foreign Mega Drive, it would come up, and, the, and it would have a developer's digital language saying, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah. So again, ultra retro here for you guys. Sorry. That's oh, I'm, at least I understand. Yeah, no, no, no. I said he'll be a man cave friendly. He'll be just, he'll be just door closed. He'll, if pizza will be fed through the slot, maybe you know every couple of hours, and he'll he won't come out until he's completed it, one hundred percent. But he, he will be in touch with us. I, I can tell you now, right? It'll oh, once he's done, he'll be twenty four seven. He'll be like, oh, this is where you go. That's what's happening. This is it. Da, 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 da. I've done it one hundred ten percent. I've done the entire game. I've done everything. I've done every last detail. What have you done? What percent are you? you... <laughs> Where are you? Have you got that's this? What, that's what BJ said last time. You, you, done like, you were like, you've done, you done every single percent of the game. Uh, you know, I was, oh. speaking, I, I was speaking to Indy and, uh, you know, because the game's got 112% completion to it. <laughs> And um, I remember that 112% was bugging me for a while. And I remember chatting to India. might have been on one of his uh, shows. And that, that 112%, I think, might have been a, a nod, um, a pop culture nod to um, Harry Potter. I think it was the first book where Hermione gets 112% on an exam, <laughs> on an end of, the, end, of, end of term exam. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. So anyway, I thought I'd just throw that out there. Just, um, yeah, there's a bit of trivia. So I do do my best for you, Stubbs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> too much it's, content to be made it's true it, it is it is videos, um, how to videos quickly you get no ending and i am and i am on the verge of i've seen a little bit more of a resident evil 4 sorry to switch switch um, fine. Fine. do you think that's gonna be do you think it's gonna be good i i tell you what um i'm looking at the latest trailer I can see that some of the changes that because I play Resident Evil Four uh, quite a bit on PlayStation, yeah. Because I bought it, right? Mm -hmm. So I play, I play it. It's one of the great games that I played. I played it on GameCube, played it on PlayStation, played it over and over again, and uh, I can see some some significant differences because in some parts of the game, see, I can't really explain. It. Well, basically, events, certain events occur, and certain events that I've seen. They've tweaked the things. They've, they've tweaked things. things. You yeah, have tweaked. They've changed, they've changed character storylines, timelines. And where, yep. and where they don't appear in the first game, sorry, in the original game, and also you know there's a there's a there's the there's the mine shaft uh, on carts, right? And that's completely different now. So, and there's characters in there that shouldn't be there. Uh, so there's more dialogue. So I'm actually, yeah. And the more I see of it, the, the even more... the far the farmers, I think, apparently are a bit more dynamic as well. Oh, yeah, where... yeah, I'm, this, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm talking like over and beyond. But you're the, you're uh, just talking the general dialogue and the general uh, storyline has been tweaked as well, hasn't and, it? Yeah, but other than what the developers have said, you've, in the latest trailer, they're giving away a lot of hints. If you know, if you've played the first game and you understand it and you know it, then you're mm -hmm. thinking, hang on a minute, this is all new. 
which is good as long as it doesn't yeah, it could be good. It could be great. It could be bad. I, I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's Which, all be this is the thing they did with this is the thing they did with Dead Space. They did enough slight tweaks yeah. to improve it, yeah. but the basic fundamentals they did not mess with. Yeah. Resident yeah. Evil sounds like they've messed with some fundamentals that you might that it could either go really well. Yeah. Oh, really badly, so, so, and you so won't here's, know. Here's the, here's the positive to that. Here's a positive spin to that, and, and obviously just a spin because I don't know. The team that made RE2, which I played, the remake, and R, mm-hmm. RE3, RE2, are making RE4, and, this, and, the, and, the, and the stuff they did for RE2 was brilliant. Right? I mean, you know, I mean, it's all crazy quantity. So mm-hmm. if, if they're kind of – I know they're different games because they are very different games, the original RE2 and the RE4, but if they've kind of managed to – keep that um that how can i put it that vision you know that they and, and their mm-hmm. approach to re2 and they've done it again for re4 of course i'm going to wait for reviews and stuff then i, I think i'm probably going to pick it up um i really enjoyed my time it's such a fun game and uh, i know it's cheesy and people want to you know sort of say this that and the other about it but i don't think capcom cares it sold so many units and it's really highly anticipated it's a much loved game and i and i and capcom have been spending a lot of time making this game as well so I, i'm I... of course Fingers crossed. Give me Dino Crisis Remake. There you go. The last case of Benedict Fox. I do not know what this game is. Clearly, you have not been watching Indy's coverage of the game. And for those who may have not noticed, it was also at EGX last year, which unfortunately Indy didn't play. What, at EGX? Yeah, yeah, it was there, but he didn't play it. Me and Friendly Pest did. The, the last we didn't game. mention it because we thought he did already play. You were, Friendly Pest didn't go to EGX. Yes, we did. A Friendly Pest lives in America. Uh, not a Friendly Pest. Um, uh, a oh, uh, Woken Gimp. Sorry, my mistake. Oh. A Woken Gimp. I don't know why my Friendly Pest... I know why I'm thinking of Friendly Pest, because oh. I chat to him on a regular basis, and that's where my brain is going to end. But it's like a Woken Gimp and myself. Oh, I do. How is a Woken Gimp? I am aware of this game, the last case of Benedict Fox. I, I kind of, I kind of got confused with the little devil inside again, but or, or no, no, and another game. Um, but, he's played but backbone, the backbone maybe. But um, he's played it recently because he's latest video. He's definitely on. That's right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But it was actually you could actually play it at EGX, which was really it was really good, and and uh, Indy does a good uh, a good video on it as well. Uh, actually, uh, if I'm correctly, isn't it? This is going to be at West as well, isn't it, Indy? I think they said it is, isn't it? When is West? Is it needed? It's coming out in April. 30th, uh, 30th of March to oh. 1st of April, I think it is. Is there any chance that Silk Song might be there? No. <laughs> Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Unless, unless Indy knows something that we don't. That, that, He's under NDA. That's exactly it. He's not going to mention it. Not through pain of death. Honestly, he could have a review copy right now for all we know. You don't know. That's true. Could be. (laughs) One of these big time indie influencers just keeps it on the quiet. They've picked Indie Gamer as, as the guy to do the worldwide reveal. Are you would you play this game, um, Mr. Stubbs? What's this? The, the one, the trailer that's playing. I, I've played this on PC. It's quite a good and? game. 
Yeah, I, I played the demo. And I will be playing it. I think it's coming to Game Pass as well. Very pretty. It's very pretty, isn't it? Oh, it's I'm amazing. Not sure, I'm not sure what type of game it is, but it's very pretty. Look at it. Look at Indy's video. He'll tell you all you need to know. It's been a very good chat Ooh. tonight. Indie Gamer says Silk Song was at EGX in 2019, so there might still be hope. There could be hope. Yeah. Uh, was it a trailer? I I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a demo, was it? The, I could uh, be wrong. If it, if it's there, or Indie Game was going to roll up a demo with, with, with the production crew from Silk Song, and they'd be there. Promoting. Oh, trust me, trust me. When we see it, when if you've sat down with Indie, the, he he literally looks like he's he's got himself out. a new camera. He's got all this lovely giz, all this expensive gizmos. He'll be like a little film crew walking through that uh, west. I'm surprised he hasn't set himself up a nice little room. You know, lights. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Stubbs, you know that game, The Last Case of Benedict Fox. Was that? Is that? Um, is that on only on PC? No, it's on. It's coming to Game Pass. It's coming to uh, Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to play it. I've got no excuse. And Silk Song's coming to Game Pass, so removable stubs. Apparently, so have, both of you have got. We will see because who knows when it's actually coming out. Nobody really. You mean Game Pass or the game? Silk the Song. game. It's <laughs> when it when, when it was revealed. It was. Oh, I've got a gut target. feeling. It's gonna, it's, I've got, got a gut feeling it's going to hit this year. A targeted, targeted really twelve months. It always said it was targeted twelve months. Doesn't mean it'll come out. You know what? I Obviously, think I'm hoping it will come out because I'm I'm everyone's not, looking forward to it. I mean, I'm sure there's many, many games that people want to play on the, on the. Um, sorry, I, I've forgotten the name of the Va Steam Deck, and I think that this game, uh, Silk Song, might be perfect for it. If it doesn't blow it up. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It'd be fine. The Steam Deck will with, with that. It will be. Definitely. But yeah, it's been a good chat tonight. It's been like Thank old you. times. Yeah. I'm going to round, round, wrap it up there. So yeah, thanks for coming well, and on. I even, and I even got a snack in. You did? Exactly. Thanks for coming on. Tell Stubbs Gaming. Tell VJ I've dropped him the link to Benedict Fox video. In Twitter. Twitter. In Twitter. Yep. Thank yeah, you. VJ, thanks for coming on. It's been a good, a good, good to have you back on. It's been a long time overdue, and Thank I hope you. in the future he's going to have you on Indie Games podcast to talk about Silk Song and other games. Hopefully, and uh, Silk Song and Eggs Benedict. Yeah, Eggs Benedict. <laughs> yeah, no, VJ, it's nice to have you on again. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks for coming Thank on. Yeah. Thank you for having me on, and um, same time next year. Yeah, same time next year. <laughs> well, we'll, 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 we'll discuss Thank you. doing some more of these because it was fun. It was. Thank you so much. It was. Thanks for coming on. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Or... Not really. Not, <laughs> not really. <laughs> on, on shows like this. I spent that... a year trying to hide from everybody and now That's you want true. me to give my location away. Removable, have a word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. He's in sunny Texas. Next to the pub. Texas. Right, yeah, it. Well, it, I didn't want to tell everybody that. Jesus Christ, uh, you won't. <laughs> now you've narrowed it down to the landscape of three times of England. Thanks, Stubbs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Trust me, though, you'll be surprised. People will probably hear his voice and go, that's VJ. You never know. 
You never know. Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh. And Rebel Santi, thanks for coming on. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Oh, thank you very much. Much appreciated for coming on. It's great, obviously, to have VJ back and have him chatting. Uh, for me, if you're really desperate to see my thoughts or hear me, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, 500 under... subs! Congratulations! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, thanks to VJ, because I think he was a fifth 500 person, so much appreciated, you, sir. Um, you find me on YouTube under Rubisanti or Minds and Twitter and Xbox under the same name. Uh, thanks everyone for popping, uh, for uh, supporting us in chat and coming, co stopping by. Does he, VJ? Could I just and say removable? one thing for yep. removable? Uh, removable. I just want to say, you know, like um, I, you know, when you share your videos for your um indie game reviews, does pretty much everybody that view it, uh, sorry, views it, uh, tweets it out or retweets it or the link uh, via the YouTube page? If not, I, I think that would be. Asking them to do so would help a lot, but I, maybe I, they would do. I, I think when they do, they retweet the tweet, which has the link in it. So I think that it does. Because I tweet out from the YouTube page. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's Twitter. Twitter engagement recently has been, yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. I will say, if I die, it's literally because I've got one percent. So if yeah. I do disappear. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone for, for for doing this. It's been fun, and we're going to talk about doing it again because it's it, it's been fun. yes, it's been, it's been enjoyable. It has. Please do. It has. So, anyway, and congrats from the indie gamer. Much appreciated. All thank you so much. And we'll see you. Anyway, thanks everyone, and we'll see you soon. I'll let you know if we do any more of these shows. It's yep. been fun. All right, then. thanks. See you, everyone. Bye.